0: It's Jax, what up dollars, let's go Martin Luther had a dream, but Freddy Krueger had a Ruger ex Malcolm, off the picture, so now we back to the future Now we back to these losers, embracing death like they used to Poking up they just, but listen son, now you leaking that future huh? So who's the shooter, hum, is it your man, or was it a fan, or was it a stand, Huh? Pop would beg to differ. In hindsight, I bet you he said he was not a nigga. Plus, Biggie Smalls was just minding his business, yo. Smoking an Optimo. Somebody got to drop, the homie Biggie has got to go. And they couldn't stop it, no. I wish that they could. Yeah, the world needs change, but man, I wish that we would. So, why the long frown? A man harmed from a four pound. His blood ripples on the floor from the war sound. His mama sitting at the wake, hoping the Lord's found. Another dead,
1: another gone now. Damn.
2: Another man done gone from the county farm. Uh-huh. Another man Cheer. done gone.
0: George you said that it's best to be what you wanna be Fucking do what you wanna do So I do what I wanna do Bet you did it to floss Bitch, I did what I wanted Bet you did it and lost Bitch, I did it and oh, won yeah. it Shit, I'm never coming back Listen, I just wanna rap Gee, I told you all of that On about a dozen tracks I don't give a fuck I just, I just, I just wanna rap Spitting fire on this track Like a fucking thundercat Plus this mic is bleeding rojo This shit is a no-no Rolling in that low-low Plus I'm from that Mold, need a folk folk smoking on my logo, ready for the wall, and we so so sitting with the flow. Somebody got a rope boat, heard the lanes, and I swear they so so too much love for the fame. Just to go broke, you said that like I had the rap game and the choke on, and I got the whole world in a row. Crazy, is he the next Jay
3: Z? My crystal ball is hazy, but I don't know, maybe. Welcome back to the Insancheck Podcast. This is your host? Chris here. After uh, a couple of weeks off, uh, what I've been doing, I just, you know, randomly take off weeks and then come back with the show. Um, so, since I've uh, been doing that, I am joined for your, uh, I guess, bi-weekly uh, or bi-monthly uh, dose of insanity. This time I'm being joined by two people. Uh, one, new to the show, I have Aaron from Unreasonable Friday. What's going on, man?
2: Hey, what's going on? I'm happy to be here. And
3: it's going really to be fun. It's going to be fun. And then I have Rod from Black Eye Tips, who... Uh, just like when we do the nerd off beige just hit me up. Like, I want to say it was like Friday and it was just like, yo, uh, you doing a show this weekend. Yeah. Uh, can I get on? And it was just, of course, that's what we do. Yeah. I, I
4: I didn't even know at the time that Aaron was on. Um, but I, you know, that's great company to be in and I'm glad to be here. I can't believe this is is really Aaron's first time on the show. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. crazy.
3: Yeah. It's partly my fault. I, I don't reach out to people and I don't, I I just I get lazy sometimes, and I'm not gonna lie, I get real lazy with this show at this point. Could we do so many other shows? I just this handy check really it wears on you. It wears on you because of the the, the topics you deal with, you know, and everything that's going on. Um, but um, this is gonna be a good show. This is gonna be a fun show. Um, I I I'm gonna am gonna start out right out the gate with some 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 really great news that I I feel like I can share with everyone here. Um, I got my freedom papers. Um, I'm officially free, and uh, I will not be going to New York Comic Con next weekend.
4: Congratulations, man! I know you've yes. always
3: wanted that. It, 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 it I mean, it's just there's just this sense of this weight has been left off my shoulder that I do not have to be in New York next weekend. Like it's there's a sense of dread. Every time New York Comic Con is coming up, where it's like, fuck, I got to New York. I got to go to New York Comic Con. And, um, yeah, they weren't sending a lot of uh, press stuff out. And I, you know, Brandon is already not going. And so did I really want to cover New York Comic Con by myself? And the answer was absolutely not. So uh, I made the choice. I made the call. And uh, I canceled my hotel room. And I said, I'm not going. And um, I'm finally out of that abusive abusive relationship. I walked away. Um, You know, you only have to hit me. Six times, and then I walk away. So, um, <laughs> yeah, just you know. Well, I'm uh, glad for you, man. I'm, I'm very, proud, very, 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 very proud of it. Um, I would also like to say uh, congratulations to uh, Aaron for uh, joining the cast of Black, pa- pa- Black Panther Two. We were talking about that before we came in. It was um, supposed to be a secret, nigga.
2: You fucked everything up, god
3: damn it! I know, I know. But um, <laughs> I, I still feel like it'll be
2: the like, fu- God damn how you scoop? You learned it six minutes ago,
3: right? But see, I feel like, it, but see, I feel like it's even better now because now people play, be playing. Uh, Where's Waldo? Uh, we're trying to find out where in the movie you are. So um, fucking yeah. fucking
2: Chris sixty nine. damn
3: it! Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be great, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be, it'd be great you know. Oh, I could have said you were part of the Train Nine Bloods, but you know I decided not to do that. So. <laughs> all that, that like, shit is true. I feel like all of us. I feel like all of us are, are part of the Train Nine blood at this point.
4: Um, I, that's actually my favorite pastime now. When I play basketball, is I walk up to like random dudes and I'll be like, "Hey, man, I heard some shit about you this weekend, bro. I heard part of Tray Nine blood." <laughs> I'm like what? Like, yeah, Takashi gave you up, man. Takashi gave you up, man. You ain't been on Twitter. Uh, I, I'm, so I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna
2: and he is from he's from my old neighborhood um in bushwick he's like near bushwick brooklyn he's where, he's where i grew up and i'm just fascinated i'm fascinated by this like we out of all the years i've been living there we produced technicolor 64 i don't understand out of all the years and all the people i've seen rapping coming out of my old neighborhood this is it. that's who we produced fascinating to me that's, it. that's what came out I what? see him all the time. I see to shoot videos that you went places where I used to you know, walk around, and I'm just like, him, guys? Him? That's when I pretend I'm an old black dude commenting on rap.
3: I mean, this kid, this guy, this dude, guys. <laughs> the, the greatest snitch of all what time. What the fuck? What? I mean, I'm, I'm just going to say the greatest snitch of all time because uh, has anybody actually seen the whistleblower for uh, Trump? <laughs> I'm just going to throw mm-hmm. it out there. I'm not saying it is. I didn't college of 69. Uh, but I'm just saying, I have not seen him and the whistleblower in the same in the same place. We don't even know the whistleblower is like identity. So I'm just saying, um, you know, who knows? This dude could actually be a CIA snitch. Just saying. We don't know. Valid. We don't know. People say you can't prove a negative, but I say you cannot not prove a negative. So <laughs> anything is possible. Anything is possible. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be that kind of show, guys. It's going to be that kind of show. Uh, we, we have a lot to talk about. Um, you know what? I'm just going to talk about the top. Let's just jump right in because so like, when, when you take two weeks off, the world doesn't slow down and things just keep happening. So uh, I'm going to jump right in there. Um, we took a couple weeks off. Um, and like I said, here at the Insane Tech, i like to cover the hard-hitting news, the important news. And um, I think the biggest news, the legal news that everybody's been talking about that has broken since we were gone. Um, I was gonna say, we got them, folks. We got them. Yeah, we got them. Who do we get? Vaping back. Yep, fa- yeah. yeah va- vaping is finally, finally, finally banned. We finally mm-hmm. did. It. We finally, we finally <laughs> got them. I mean, that is that is to me the biggest news I've ever gotten. Um, <laughs> we have finally gotten to the point where, even to this point, even Trump is on board, was banning vaping, and I can just say that this is great. This is this is the biggest legal news we've had, probably in the last like week or so. Like I haven't heard anything bigger than this. Um, Look, tens of lives saved. Tens, tens, tens. Double digits. Double digit lives saved. This is this is huge. They're doing
4: the hard work. Okay, now look, locking kids up in concentration camps at the border. Um, you know they probably deserve it. Probably deserve it. (laughs) Probably just people needing to immigrate to the country. Um, I mean, you they know, it's the, the law.
2: But remember, we we're de- 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 deporting U.S. soldiers, also. That's the thing we were also. Yes,
4: deporting U.S. soldiers, soldiers. making sure their kids are not automatically given American citizenship. It's
3: an exchange um, program, folks. It's exchange. We train them as soldiers here, and then we give them back to their home countries to help their home mm-hmm. country. It's an exchange program. Come on. And then, of
4: course, uh, way more drone strikes than Obama already, which no one talks about. I don't know how. But uh, look, man, the 10 people that died from vaping, dog, no, never again, never forget. Outbreak.
3: Outbreak. Outbreak.
4: <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, you know what this reminds me of, this story? Y'all remember the uh, knockout game?
3: <laughs> I thought you were going to say Four loco.
4: <laughs> no. You remember it. First of all, for loco was real. Fuck it, yeah. we, we both know that was real.
2: Yeah, was. Yeah, they needed to regulate that. That needed regulation.
4: <laughs> That's the one time America was was scared, and I tried it, and I was like, "You motherfuckers, right, man? This <laughs>
3: <laughs> we we did, on, we did that on air." But here's the thing: you know the, the other thing about this that Trump doesn't get credit for this. Uh, he, he brought four loco back. <coughs> for loco back. <laughs>
2: What well, he brought? He brought original four loco
3: back. I don't know if it's original, but well, four loco no, not is not back. original. Not original. Yeah. It's oh, not original. Okay, yeah okay. I don't get. It's like know, it's, it's, it's like four loco without the caffeine, which to me is like is even four loco. It's like two and a half loco at that point.
2: No. Four loco is <laughs> supposed to be a dangerous, which is pushing That's the point of the drink. It's supposed to be eight Red Bulls and nine shots of whatever in a can, shaken up and served to you. That's the point of the drink.
3: <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> Right, this it, is like this is like this this is just too loco. It's, it's not right. It's you're not supposed funny. to feel funny.
2: You're yeah. supposed to feel funny. Like you know, you're not supposed to be drunk. You're not supposed to be buzzed. You're supposed to feel weird. That's the point.
3: Yeah, we on, says, on, we on on air. We're like, yo, we made a mistake.
4: Yes, <laughs> we, we were that. like, I remember we did a marathon on Four and it was like we did our show first because I was like, this <laughs> this will be the most like responsible of the shows. Cause it's gonna be before we get totally fucked up off this shit, and even in the first like <laughs> twenty minutes, I was like, we shouldn't have done this.
1: You right?
3: Know, I, I don't. Re- I don't remember. Really... I don't remember the. Uh, where's my forty acres? I don't remember that show. I know we did it. <laughs> I know there's evidence that we did it. I don't remember doing that show, and um, yeah. for local. That, that was one of those moments when you're like. These kids out here, you know, you you you're you're older. You're like these kids out here. They can't handle the liquor. They out here dying from this shit. Watch this. I'm gonna do it. Two sips. Whew boy. Um, kids, kids yep. this shit. Kids, kids are doing this. Nah. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. What you were gonna say? What else was it? It was the um knockout game.
4: Y'all remember the knockout game? I don't know if y'all remember this. It uh-huh. was yeah. It was it was the biggest story in the news for like. <laughs> three weeks it was supposedly random people walking up to random strangers and just punching them in the face and running off that was it was the knockout kids are playing the knockout game and it was all like every local news station started with another victim of the knockout game uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) like here's a and it was all predicated off of one actual video they had of a like white dude walking down the street who did get knocked out for real. Mm-hmm. But then it would just be reports, quote, unquote, of random kids doing it. It was, And ever since then, I've noticed certain trends in the news. Tide Pods was another one um, <laughs> where it's probably like one YouTuber who did it or something or like three people. But then they say that's what all the kids are doing, and now it's it's rampant, and and hundreds of people are going to die if we don't get get ahead of this. And it makes good news, and we all go watch the clips on TV, and you get scared when you watch eleven o'clock news. And parents are like, are talking, to, are you playing the knockout game, dog? That's vaping, like that. The like yeah. ten people die from vaping, and that is this what this has become is like this is the most important national issue. We need legislation passed immediately. Uh- and it's really just cigarette companies who didn't get in on vaping on the ground floor being like, so wait, people are doing this rather than smoking menthols? No, we can't have that shit. Uh, get this off of the market.
2: I'm a I'm a big believer that those people didn't die from the vape, that they got hit on some Final Destination shit and they're just trying the big big tobacco is just trying to blame it on, like, there's some dude who got a piano, dude, a piano fell on him. There's some other dude <laughs> that got impaled by a bunch of logs on the back of a truck and he had a pape in his hand, so they were like, clearly clearly it's respiratory issues related to vaping guys and then they threw a billion dollars on top of it and now we're all terrified of vape pens exploding.
4: Someone said that uh, some of the people have illegally modified vape pens and shit yes. and that's part of it. And then another thing too is like the, com- the people who are telling us how dangerous this are are also the smoking companies
3: <laughs> who are way more dangerous. Like what the fuck? Yo, um, mm-hmm. so, so there's a couple of things. One, so, or either one of you vapors. You can, you can admit it. You can admit no. if you are. No,
2: You're I'm not. I'm not. Aaron. What happened? Are you a vapor? Um, not with tobacco. Okay, okay no, that's fine. That's
3: fine. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> so, so,
4: because um, my, thing, what so, is the definition of is?
3: Right, 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 <laughs> What is to be?
4: <laughs> are am I vaping right now?
3: God. What what is a vape? So first of all, first of all, I re- I remember vaping when it was called hookah. And people were doing that all the time. And that was like older people. And so everybody would go to the same hookah bar and everybody would put the lips on the same little. Sw- and I was like, that just sounds disgusting. Um, you're supposed to switch them out. So there was that. Um, two, I like. And, I, and, I, and, I, and, I'm, and this kind of goes to what Aaron was saying. I kind of do feel like it's some final destination shit because uh, tobacco vapors aren't exactly the brightest motherfuckers if you've met them. You know, they're they're really not. Like I remember the first time I saw a vapor, and they and they do this. I remember when people were doing the vaping, and they were trying to make it seem like it wasn't smoking. So it was like three, four years ago at New York Comic Con. There's one annoying white dude who kept pulling out his vape to smoke like in the press area. And I'm like, dude, you gotta stop doing this. And it's like they it was literally one of those things where they're doing it to look cool, and I'm just like, but you look kind of stupid, like you're sneaking smoking but not really smoking so what are you right. doing right it's like it's like you're not even like if, at least you're gonna smoke smoke like get the, burn burn your fingertips burn your smell the smoke coming down your lungs and actually burn your lungs go go hard go hard to go home right um so it's that i don't believe that they're the smartest people but can you imagine being a kid these days and like growing up parents sit down with you and be like "Yo, are you are you out here you know are you having unprotected sex? They'd have like real conversation with you. Are you having unprotected sex? You know, don't go talk to strangers. You know, don't take the candy from the weird man in the van. That kind of stuff. Nowadays, this kids is like, son, daughter. Are you eating Tide Pods? And you're just like, like, and as a as a kid, they're your parents, so you can't tell them. Why are you so fucking stupid to your parent? But you gotta be thinking it right when your parent asks you, Are you eating? Detergent? Well, here's mm-hmm. the deal.
2: Here's the deal is that kids, I think kids are ahead of the game, so parents don't have anything to jump on. Right. So, like, are you having unprotected sex? And your kids already been reading about condoms properly mm-hmm. via YouTube and Twitter since they were 10.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so, you can't, there's nothing to be terrified of because your kids are ahead of it. So now you're trying to find, now you're reaching for a thing to be terrified of. Mm-hmm. And uh, vape pens and, um, the resulting falling piano is just a ticket.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Yeah. No. It, like, I, it, when you go talk to your kids now and you're like, uh, we need to have to talk about safe sex, they're like, I've been watching porn since you gave me this cell phone. So, like, you don't need to show me anything. It's like, well, do you know how to put on a condom? And they just like take it and put it in their mouth. And they're like, like this. It's like, <laughs> Oh, shit. It's like, like they're, like, they're light years ahead. Of, they have so many right. less problems than us as far as like, the ignorance, like their problems now, are more like what do you do? Like we don't know what social media can do to your brain and shit. That's more mm-hmm. like the kind of stuff they have. But like a flavored vape pen is not like the end of the world.
3: Yeah, it's not. Well, and, it, and it's weird also just seeing people have again. What was it? I don't even think it was ten people. I think it was eight people died from right. from vaping. Right. Like so, you're being lectured by your parents who. Either smoked cigarettes themselves, or were alive during the whole, you know, and it's not like it's changed, but the whole like kids smoking cigarette thing. So it's like, do you have a leg to stand on? You know, it's like, well, you know, kids are here. I hear kids are here dying from from vaping. How many kids died? Eight. It's like, how many people died from lung cancer from cigarette from the cigarettes you smoke?
2: You um, yeah. it's hard to. I'll say this: when when you are raised with a positive ad campaign, even the truth about that shit doesn't sink all the way in.
1: Mm-hmm. So, like
2: now, when you're when you're a parent, I think you like you grew up a little bit with it's, it's cigarettes, man. Like cigarette ads, certain like if you're a parent, like parents were old, so they grew up. They cigarettes are right up there with Gatorade and electrolytes. You know what I mean? So, no matter what is found out about cigarettes, they're never going to be a go all in on the fact that cigarettes will destroy your body. They'll never be able to go all in because we want all. Because there's too, too much positivity. Like, what if we grew up with Four Loko being what we drank as children? What we were supposed to have. You know, there was, like, yeah. a Four Loko guy on a horse. <laughs> and there was, like, football players were drinking Four Loko. And all of a sudden, it came out that Four Loko fucks your shit up. We would never quite believe it because we were raised with Four Loko being the drink of the time. What we do. Yeah. What the fuck we do is drink Four Loko. Even if we're not supposed to, it's never going to sink all the way in. So parents are never going to be like, oh, well, cigarettes were worse. Because they weren't were conditioned that they weren't really they weren't raised on cigarettes being worth.
3: I'm not gonna lie, you have me now thinking about what the what the mascot would be for four loco. Like, you know, can't be a camel, we already got Joe Camel, but like what would the it would mascot
2: be, it would be oh, technicolor it would be Technicolor sixty one on a horse.
4: <laughs> um, listen, I'm gonna tell you what the mascot for four loco would be and it's quite obvious. It's definitely gonna be a Mexican dude and a <laughs> With a bunch of like very flashy neon colors, because we're racist in America.
3: Absolutely, <laughs> and it has loco in the title. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. We are not going
4: to even get deep on this. It's going it, to it, be it, completely it,
3: racist. It, right. It, away. It, it would be the opposite of the Dos Equis guy, the most interesting man in the world. It's like the right, most crazy man in the world. Fucking slowpoke Gonzalez. Oh, like shit. it's
4: going to be something that racist.
2: There was a um, on, the, on Telemundo growing up. There was a show called Sabado Gigante, and it was like a Saturday night comedy show. And between those skits, they would just have women dancing in bikinis,
1: mm-hmm.
2: like like you know how Saturday Night Live has like the set, the, the saxophone transition, the band plays. No, they would just have women dancing in bikinis. So it would be the guy on the horse and women in bikinis around them because we are in fact that racist.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it totally. would be.
2: We are in fact that racist. So yes, Rod's got it, Rod.
3: Yeah,
4: that would be great. I think the color had, uh, had the Fly
2: Girls.
3: Yeah, they did. It's- on, yeah,
2: on the, yeah, they had the Fly Girls, but they didn't. like These were not... I'm just saying the camera is just on a shiny ass getting you from one skit to the next. It's not dancing women, like cheerleaders or the Fly Girls. Oh, it's, it's, bouncing a, asses. it's an ass. It's an ass shaking. Oh,
4: yeah, oh, oh no no no! I've seen.
2: Uh, I've seen. Okay, cool. Well, we are okay, on the I've same been, boat. Okay.
4: Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, it's funny that like, technically we don't need dancers for comedy shows, but they be there.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. You
4: know, what I mean? <laughs> like it's, like, well, uh, why you're not laughing? Here's some butts. You and know, it's like, not,
3: all right. I'll, and, and I'll going, right yeah, and going back to the, the ad campaign stuff, uh, growing up, you're right because like. The whole, Our parents and their parents grew up on the idea that cigarettes actually cured things. So it's like, got a broken leg, put some tussin on it, some ice, and give them a cigarette. And it's like,
1: oh, yeah, it
3: works, you know? So, yeah, like I said, it's just funny to me. Eight people die, but, you know, we can make movement on vaping, but not... um, not guns, not guns. Guns are a little bit too. Uh, we don't have a God-given right to guns, but we uh, to to vaping. But we do have a God-given right, apparently, this to the Constitution. Like, to let guns.
4: me know when someone does a mass vaping, and uh, okay, well we can talk about that and this
2: shit. But just
3: one dude one, one dude, one dude on a subway, New York hot
2: box in the entire. Car. Yeah,
3: <laughs> like when someone in a movie theater like
4: locks <laughs> the doors and bakes everybody. Okay, then. Now I consider this a crisis that we need to handle, but yeah, until then, I feel like guns should be a little higher on the list. It actually, Yo, would listen, happen. It would, it would happen we talking a
2: too. lot of shit, we talking a lot of shit, but now the first 20 minutes of the next Spider-Man movie is going to be some dude that vapes in a subway <laughs> car and kills everybody in it. <laughs> the vapor <laughs> he's not even gonna be the whole movie but the first 25 minutes we're gonna to have to deal with the
3: vapor. i mean it, i mean it, the setting for it would be new york because it just it it is i mean that's that's where it would happen it would happen in new york let's be honest here
4: how would they even know you know yeah
3: yeah god um right
4: this is the normal air leave us alone <laughs> open the
3: doors yeah so uh vaping though vaping was a uh, the big thing we got everybody to move on and agree on, that, uh, it's funny because at first, before this, it was it was opioids. You really thought they were going to make movement on opioids because it finally started killing white people. Or at least white people started complaining. Their, their rich parents started complaining about opioids. And uh, even then, they were still like, no, let's do vaping first. Let's, I think vaping is more important than even the white suburban kids dying from op- 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 opioids. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Just interesting where we... Um, the focus at
4: and that's the biggest news that's happened in the last two weeks since you've been off the air yeah um, actually
3: no i'm sorry there was another thing i'm i'm I, i'm rusty um, i've been a, i've been away yeah right right away. there's some other legal the, news yeah there's, gotta, some, yeah, some, there's some other legal yeah yeah let me, let me get this one real quick um two Amish men escape police after being pulled over for drinking and driving on their horse and buggy i would do it yeah um
2: Two, and two. Highway Patrolman Freeman would jam the, I would jam those Amish dudes the fuck up.
3: Yeah. Uh, two Amish men drinking alcoholic beverages while operating a horse and buggy carrying a 12-pack Michelob Ultra and outfitted with a giant stereo yep. system.
2: Get, get that off the horse, sir. Get that off the horse,
3: sir. Wait, <laughs> that, that's illegal? I, I didn't know you couldn't do this. I did Wow. It's not okay. something, it's not something you see every day, but the Trumbull County Sheriff's Department in Ohio says that's exactly what they witnessed during a routine patrol in the county's Amish community. <clears throat> Deputy Eric Hermsdorfer uh, came across the men while on patrol the early morning, uh, the early morning of September 15th. Uh, when he stopped to uh, when he attempted to stop and question them about the drinking and driving, they leapt out of the buggy and disappeared into the woods by the side of the road, according to the police report. Meanwhile, the horse pulling the buggy also took off, but I caught up with it. The men though were gone. <laughs> uh, I <laughs> wow. So at first I I'll tell you how racist
4: I am. I didn't know Amish people could drink. And as you were telling the story, I just realized because I thought Amish people were Mormons. I mean, it's not
3: that I think that ignorance is allowed though. Um, I think that, I think that's there's, the there's certain, there's certain ignorance that we're allowed, and I and I'm gonna all allow that one. Um, well, any so- Amish listeners, write in. Right, let me right, know right. What you guys think about it. If you're listening
4: to this on your iPhone or uh, mm-hmm. other electronic yeah. devices,
3: um, yeah. Somehow I don't think that that they they're allowed to do that. <laughs>
4: mm. I, I don't, but
3: um, who's but if you're Amish them?
4: and you're on your two year sabbatical that y'all take before you uh, dedicate yourself to the rest of the religion, like. So let me know, guys, out there in Utah.
3: That's, I want to know how many Amish men have break babies off of that.
4: <laughs> I, uh, that. I think that's the Mormons that do that. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, my bad. I, I can't remember which one. I can't keep it straight. Oh, no, no. I know the
3: Amish definitely do that one because uh, we, they have a show about it. <laughs> they have a, oh, okay. they have a so the Amish they, do that. Okay, they, so the Mormons do that and the Amish do that. Okay, dope. dope. Oh well the um I uh, think the Mormons just I mean you know what? I'm not even gonna do the Mormon thing because you know I'm I'm listening to the last podcast on the left. Mormons Mormon's episode right now and uh <laughs> nigga my how, nigg- how my did niggas. these niggas get away with this shit.
4: <laughs> Them niggas just allowed black people in church in nineteen seventy eight, the year I was born. I and and we were about to let one, one of the last two people remaining almost was president, and he was a Mormon. I'm like, how is that not immediately disqualifying?
3: Here's, here's the thing. I remember watching that, that uh, South Park episode going, oh, man, they really went in on the Mormons. That's kind of fucked up. And then you find out that it's not that much of a stretch of what they Ooh. were saying. Like, y'all let him out of light. <laughs> right. what, like,
2: what was that documentary about the Mormon family where they, um, the whole family got, was getting fucked up by, the, um, by some? It was like a pedophile that was harassing their daughter, but the whole family got involved. Eventually, he was literally sleeping with the entire family. Oh, and oh are we talking about whole... um,
3: uh, um, abducted in plain sight? Abduction in plain sight. That was a
2: Mormon that was, and it was, they didn't talk about it, but it was because all, it was because they were Mormon, they didn't want to say anything to anybody about anything that was going on until shit blew up.
3: Yeah, yeah. Old Boy actually had run through other families too. Yes. And, oh, because we, you know, we're a very private community. It's like you guys literally let Um, a pedophile run rampant throughout the entire uh, community and didn't say anything. Um, Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, kind of weird. So, but getting back to these, uh, the, the Amish here. Um, I'm not gonna lie. When I first re- when I first read the headline, I actually thought they took off in the horse and buggy, and um, I thought what we really had here with the next Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> you know, Fast and the Furious Pony Express. Um, that would have been hilarious. Uh, but uh, they actually just took off in the woods, and um, I don't know. I think more that-
4: like um, the sprinting and the slightly annoyed i don't think yes yeah, right. i think this is a step back for the fast and furious
3: prequel oh, no, this, this you know how it used to be that when a franchise went to space they jumped the shark i feel like this is when the fast and furious jumped the shark when they get down to there they're like they do like a prequel and it's like uh dom's ancestors were like uh, they actually did run the pony express and so it's like fast and furious but on horses and you're laughing but we know this is where it's going to go because at some point, when you can no longer go to the future anymore, you go to the past. That's just what they always do. So do some prequel and we'll find out the Doms always had had racing in his blood, and you know, it'll be like horses or some sh- stupid shit like that. So, um, and they find out I live my
4: active. life a gallop at a time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, I just want muskets. I love movie muskets because they work like handguns when they never do in real life. Real muskets take forever. And in movies muskets are like hand like revolvers, like dirty hair revolvers. I love it.
3: Well, it's either that, I want to uh, someone
2: take a musket, mm-hmm. one hand a musket while riding on horseback and shoot the wooden wooden uh, wooden wheels off some other wagon.
1: Right.
4: Remember um The Patriot? Did y'all ever see that Mel Gibson film? Yes. Yes. That joint That joint abused the musket law so bad, bro. <laughs> yes. He was like straight up, like he double. Dual,
2: he was dual wielding the motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit.
3: Yo, this, this is one of the ones that's like uh, you, 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 get, you get. You know, you get that one guy on set who's like the expert and going like, this is this is this is not how this works. This is this is abusing the musket law. You're just like, hey, hey, buddy, hey, nobody's gonna sit here for ten minutes while motherfucker reloads. So we're not doing that. So we gonna cut some corners here because. We got to, but um, yeah, yeah, that was, uh, that was that was that was that uh, was Mel Gibson as, at, at the height of his racism. Um, he was still in shape. Um, uh, he hadn't gotten to pack of niggers, uh, Mel Gibson yet, so he still wasn't quite there yet. But um, yeah, man, that was a uh, that's prime Mel Gibson right at there. The,
2: at the end of the movie, I remember he impaled um, he impaled the villain on an American flag. That's all. That's all. He gave him a leaping stab with the American flag and impaled him.
3: I mean, the movie is called The Patriot.
2: I know, but it's just like it was so much like you couldn't, like, it's the type of thing where if you think about it, it was one of those movies they play in the background of another mo- of another show to show how silly the TV is mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. that show. But mm-hmm. it's an actual movie that came out that was fucking directed by, I think it was Spielberg and John Williams scored it. It was fucking movie.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that he basically won the war by appropriating Native American battle is just, mm-hmm. mwah. <laughs> just a kiss.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's all the thing they did too, right? It's always that one white guy who learns the actual way to fight from na- native americans or uh, by fighting native americans and then other white people don't fight don't fuck with him because he's too effective <laughs> of a killer yeah yeah it's that it's that kind of thing he's always it's perfect It's like
4: you him. know why don't we just not stand in a straight line and let them shoot us That's just, uh i don't know how blasphemy
3: blasphemy did you learn this from the savages it's like well i mean <laughs> the savages aren't trying to die
2: also, it was Roland Emmerich, not Steven Spielberg. I don't want to put that evil on him. Sorry, Steve.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, that, you know what? That all, that all makes sense. That that's, that feels like a Roland Emmerich. Film. <laughs> I got it, yo. And wasn't it? You know, they didn't blow the house up, but it's like they did burn it down. But I feel like, is it really a Roland Emmerich film if there's not a big explosion?
2: Well, they um replaced the explosion by dramatically killing his boy. Remember, his boy was the Joker.
1: Oh yeah. And, yeah. And he He's was that's what was. set him
2: off. That's when he started really leaning into all the Native American uh, the the guerrilla tactics was they killed his boy and he had enough. That was yeah. the breaking point for him. Yeah. And then he just started doing what Native Americans did.
1: mm mm-hmm. full, yeah. full
2: appropriation to defend the honor of his 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 murdered son.
4: The worst part about all this shit is that Apocalypto is a good fucking movie. <laughs> like like I hate that we lost that in the uh cancellation of Mel Gibson because I was like Yo, this shit is. Uh, anybody else watch this movie? Want to talk so, about it? So that's,
3: that's, one, that's an interesting Everybody thing like, we, Fuck Mel Gibson. I'm like, you right, you right, you right. Never mind, never mind. <laughs> that's an interesting thing, right? We talk about how we talk about how uh, like some 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 uh, creative people lose their uh, their their some some of their best work when they're, when they're when they're more sober. You know, they're no longer drinking, they're no longer smoking, doing drugs, and so they're, maybe they're not as um, effective creatively as they used to be. I feel like it's the same thing with white people and their racism. Like, you know, when they're no longer being at the height of their racism, are they? Are they not as talented anymore? No, maybe.
2: I completely agree. I completely
4: yeah. believe
3: that. like he lost his fastball, man. With
4: that old like, you know. Yeah, you gotta have something. To,
3: of, I feel like you gotta have something. To, you, you gotta, you gotta have something to bring it in. I, like, I think like he should have saved his material—the pack of nigger shit. You save that for you save that for the wax. You save that for the movie. You don't use that what, on the middle back. The worst
4: part about Will Gibson is that. Uh, Nobody gives a fuck that he's racist against black people. So, like, he got back into Hollywood by apologizing to Jewish people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody was like, close enough. Right, right, right. <laughs> right, right.
3: right, right. Just, oh, Hollywood. Right, right. You gotta, gotta love it. You, there, there are lines and that you can't cross. Uh, being racist to black people, that's just everybody does that. Come on. Come on. Come on, guys. Come on. It's fine. <laughs> um, but you know what? That's a good thing. That's a good segue into talking about this. Um,
4: Wait, hold up, man. There's another big legal person that we got this week. Oh, we did that. I think this is big news. Everybody's been waiting on your opinion on it. I mean, it's the biggest news in the country, man. Oh man, maybe, maybe, I, maybe I didn't hear been talking it about, it. about it. And people have been predicting stuff about it all, like since I'd say even since like 2016. Oh, work. Um, and that's that news involving uh, you know, Sony and and Marvel.
3: Oh, you're right um mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh spider-man back you know <coughs> spider-man back um I, I, you know what i found funny about this is um sony could have avoided all of this if they just gave marvel what they wanted at first <laughs> if they because marvel asked for 30 percent co-financing co-financing for the next spider-man movie right mm-hmm the deal they had they're working out now is 25 percent it's the same deal. And then but then there also there's the Disney Plus Disney deal with PlayStation View, which I'm pretty sure is where that that, that -5% went, right? So, yeah, why do we go through all this? Just come on, Sony. Pay pay come on. Come on. They-
4: I love that uh their tactic of well, if you guys don't come do something about it, we're going to fuck up your Spider-Man brand had no effect on them. Marvel just said they with their arms folded, like, you mean you're gonna fuck up your Spider Man brand? <laughs> they were like, Tom Holland is actually in Venom. We we could do something with that. And they're like,
3: well go ahead if it does what you think people want.
4: <laughs> I, was,
2: I like this I
1: Yeah. <laughs> it,
3: it it was like watching somebody hold a gun to their own head, going, right. if you don't give me what I want, I'm gonna kill myself. And people are like, I don't know you. Yeah, <laughs> are you sure you want to do that? Right. I don't, I don't know. You
2: want to release that? movie about you know, you know, Spider-Man's whole thing is his is, is, is surrogate dad died, and there's a whole thing that killed him, and right. he's responding. You don't, you're not going to talk about that's going to get real awkward. You right. sure you don't want to make up? You're not going to act like that didn't happen. Right. you're just gonna. You sure? I mean, we ended the movie, the other movie, we ended on a big cliffhanger. You sure you just want to act like that didn't happen? That was tremendous. Mm-hmm. It was big. And then,
1: like,
4: Feige consult on Into the Spider-Verse and just didn't get credited. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they don't have any hot albums without him
3: producing the track. No. What are you thinking? (laughs) Well, you knew knew something was up when when the news broke, and until D23 was, like, a week and a half later... You didn't hear nothing from Disney, Marvel, or Kevin Feige. They didn't say shit, but you got like three different statements from Sony. First, it was like, yeah, we're disappointed in Sony. Then it was like, I mean, but no, we, we like Kevin. We like Kevin. Then it was like, well, maybe, maybe there'll be a deal. Uh, we're so, so working things out, but we, we really like Kevin. <laughs> you know, like it got desperate and desperate and more desperate as they kept getting less and less bold. And and then D twenty three happened, and Sony, would, um, uh, Disney would and, and Marvel were just like, yeah, we have all these uh, Disney, we have we have like three other Disney Plus shows that we did not announce at San Diego Comic Con. We're working on those, and oh by the way, Kevin Feige is going to produce those. And then I think there's a rumor going out now that one of the reasons why uh, the um, Ghost Rider movie, uh, Ghost Rider TV show, got canceled is because all of the TV projects are going to move under Marvel Studios, not Marvel TV. So Kevin Feige said, Kevin Feige is like. Nigga, I'm busy. So, if y'all, so you telling me that if we don't agree to this deal, I have less work to do? (laughs) For work, you're, and you're not trying to pay us? We're good. And then, um, I feel like the timing also was that, uh, Sony announced that, uh, Madden Web movie. Mm -hmm. And I, what, why? Crickets. You're like, yo, we're going to develop a Madam Web movie. And we're just like. First of all, I I think that's their back end uh, plot for a Aunt May movie. Oh, you think they're Mm -hmm. still trying to do that? Uh, (laughs) Wow. Dude, why would they not?
4: I mean, it is Sony, but (laughs) I I just feel like everything they said since the uh, Spider-Man breakup, just I'm not counting any of it. Like, (laughs) honestly, it's. Kevin Feige is just gonna come in and just like when you walk when a parent walks in the room and the kids are all doing shit they have no business doing. (laughs) I just feel like that's what's gonna happen. He's gonna like put put that down, put that put Aunt May down. No, (laughs) (laughs) sit back at the table and we're fucking working on Spider Man. Okay, everybody, concentrate. What are you doing over there with Silver Sable? What are
3: you doing? Get her out of that costume. Get her out of that. What are you? What? No, you better not. Is that is that Tom Holland Spider Man? You better not put him by, by Venom. You better not what, <laughs> put him down. Put him down. Go to your corner and think about what you did. Think about what you just did. Just face the corner. Face the corner and <laughs> think Kevin about what
2: Fagy, you just did. Feige goes on. Uh, goes on Twitter talking mm-hmm. about these badass kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. right. Spider
1: Man.
4: Right. Just like I also love that. Like Feige is. Feige was so unviolent because he was working on like other shit and. I really do feel like the timing of that Star Wars news that, like, Kevin mm-hmm. Feige about to be working on Star Wars was, like, <laughs> in the last Star Wars. Sony's like, we can't pretend anymore, wait, guys. He wait,
1: wait. Really go
3: do that. Yeah, yeah. They're like, wait, wait. So you mean to tell me if we don't get a deal now, Kevin Feige, like, legit might be? Because d- that was one of the things they said the originally. They were like, well, we know that there are a lot of other projects that Feige's working on and that maybe that was part of the- Like, they tried to make it seem like it wasn't about the money. It was about the fact that Feige was going to be too busy with other things. And I think they said, I don't think Marvel probably told them, it was like, listen, if we don't get the deal now, we got other things he's going to be working on. He's not going to have time to produce movies for you all if you're not trying to do this. And they were like, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. And then they put that, that same note there, hey, he's going to be too busy for us. And then D23 happened. And then uh, the Star Wars, the possibility of a star, him producing some Star Wars films happened. And they're like, oh shit. He actually might be too busy for us. Oh, yo, yo, make a deal. Call him. Yo, pick up the phone. Call him real quick. Call him real quick. Let's see if he's going to do that. Because, yeah, he's going to be too fucking busy. <laughs> he's got way too many things to worry about than for uh, a, a company that's, you know, he's, he, I mean, he was getting paid. He wasn't doing it completely for free. But, <laughs> like, the company he works for was kind of doing it for free. So, yeah, guys, yeah, you make the deal. Make the fucking deal. Make the fucking deal. So, um, but yeah, yeah, we got, um, we got him. Spider-Man back. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate That's it. what everybody was waiting on. Yep. All
4: these years, you guys, like, really want to see, you know, this taken care of, and it's going to
3: change everything, and mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm.
4: only, uh, big news that happened in the last two weeks.
3: Oh, wait, no, wait. Oh, no, no, there was something else. There was something else. There was something oh, else. okay. I had to get this. I'm sorry. I I, I don't I don't even know how we, we missed over this, because we were actually... Just on the cusp of talking about it, and um,
1: mm.
3: yeah, because you you mentioned cancel culture, and there's nothing, nothing more uh, mm. damning and, and canceling than this. Um, Eddie Murphy expresses remorse for ignorant jokes during Raw and delirious.
4: You're right. You're right. I forgot about that story, mm-hmm. but that that is people have been clamoring for this literally for years. Mm-hmm. Um, it is like I believe only the third or fourth time this has happened in the history of the United States that Eddie Murphy has done a stand-up special. Mm-hmm. Um, and the process has started. So it's already underway. And I, I believe he's going to be initiating a tour and to see him start off by saying, Hey, I want to remind you guys, I do not stand by the jokes that i made a long time ago. And I was different then and I've grown and, uh, I'm an older man. And, uh, I'm not going to just pull the, uh, you and know, is, and that's, and that's
3: controversial. That's controversial. Uh, it's very controversial for, um, uh, because I was told, I was told that, um, comedians, um, I've been told that there's this big, uh, civil war going on in comedy and that, um, comedians are are being restricted by PC culture and cancel culture and not allowed to tell jokes anymore. So, uh, I don't know if you, you guys have heard anything about this. Um, something I've been reading up on, I'm finding out a lot that, uh, a lot of comedians are apparently uh not able to be funny anymore um mm-hmm. because of the, the the harsh restrictions in uh saying doing things like um apparently not saying homophobic jokes and transphobic jokes and 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 uh sexist jokes apparently that's a uh, um it's a huge thing huge thing that's uh stifling the creativity of comedians um it's big cuz like you said uh uh Eddie Murphy is is getting ready. He just, uh, I think it's this week is when Dolomite is my name comes out. It's really good. It'll be on. It opens on Netflix. It actually is really good. I saw it at uh, Toronto Film Festival. He's really good in that. Um, <clears throat> but um, yeah, people have been saying that he's just saying this to get ahead, and that people are trying to cancel Eddie Murphy. Uh, it doesn't matter that uh, he's actually apologized for this before in 1996, and he's actually said that he's actually grown and doesn't find that stuff funny anymore. So. So weird thing, that mm-hmm. yeah. He said I went through all this stuff, uh, all all that stuff. So this is uh, let's see, wait, we find the actual code he has. He says I was a young guy processing a broken heart. You know, a kind of an asshole. He says, um, he he says he watches himself. Uh, he says he watches Raw. He watches Alerius, and you know, he's he's actually he's actually cringes himself. So it was so funny because I mentioned I I made a, a sarcastic joke on. Twitter about this, basically saying, oh, wow, you know, I was told that this was impossible to do, that a comedian can can grow and mature and say, hey, that old stuff I told uh, isn't funny and actually is offensive and apologize for it. I was told that it was impossible to do. And I was seeing so many people go, oh, he's just doing this because he has a special coming up and he's going back and you guys are trying to cancel Eddie Murphy. And I was like, I mean, if you read the article, you can see that Eddie Murphy himself doesn't find this stuff funny anymore. Right. No. You know, and it's a weird, it's, there's this weird thing like, and, and uh, Rod, I know you talk about it all the time, but like, I want people to understand that um, cancel culture is, you know, almost, it's is probably less real, even more less real than the Willie Lynch letter. Um, because I've had people try to tell me, oh no, it definitely exists. I was like, well, name somebody who's canceled. <sighs> I actually had one person try to tell me, Kevin's, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> and by I, the way, by
2: the way, his his accuser died. Yeah, I know. I heard
3: that. That was that was crazy. Um, right. And even that was just, I believe that was just a lawsuit. It wasn't even like I don't think he's facing criminal charges. I could be wrong on that. Nope. Uh, but I thought it was just a lawsuit. So it was just a civil suit for him. Um, Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby. I'm sorry, nobody brought them up. Um, both uh, Bill Cosby actually found guilty, and Harvey Weinstein is, is is facing a criminal trial. So I've been I was having this. The debate with people saying that these aren't people being canceled they're suffering consequences for their actions and that's I've actually this is what we've been
4: saying on the show lately i i, I like the term um uh postponement culture yeah yeah Cause it's all right it's much more accurate like no one's getting canceled and we really can't agree on what canceled means like is it death is it they can't exist is it they won't work in the industry is it they'll work but nobody's gonna like watch the shit like you know it's all over the place but i do think what happens is people get postponed mm-hmm. so like kanye west has a horrible 2017 2018 and uh you know whatever going into like you know the trump stuff and all that stuff but then uh force puts out a list and he's like uh he made twice as much as the next highest grossing rapper <laughs> Uh, last year, and it's like, oh, he wasn't canceled. He just like he got knocked back like one year.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It's it's either that or they just they they do something like James Gunn, which is you just shut the fuck up. But most of them don't do this, right? You know, you know. I know people don't still don't fuck with James Gunn, but it's like, you gotta give James Gunn credit for he's the only one I've seen who's ever been quote unquote had canceled come after him. People ca- trying to cancel him. And all he did was shut the fuck up and said, Hey, you know what? They're right. Shut the fuck up and then not only got his job back, but then got another job, right? He had to come up. That um, see other people. Once
4: again, postpone. Yeah. Right? Just, like just postponed it. Got the same job he was gonna get. They had to literally move Guardians of the Galaxy back a little bit. Still gonna get that, still gonna do that job. And he got uh he got the DC job mm-hmm. out of that shit. So right. like you know, I, I think people at once give cancel culture, quote unquote, too much credit and at the same time, like then then there's the other side that's like, it, it has no effect. I'm like it can set you back a little bit. I think Deezus and Mero had a good video on, uh, going around on Twitter that, where they were like, it's like Super Mario Brothers, when you get the mushroom and then you get hit, you don't die you just shrink down a little bit.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
4: that's that's it. That's the analogy right there.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're right. Well, this other thing too, it's like I think we've also gotten to the point where, and this was something I was saying too, it's like, so, you know, Eddie Murphy came out and says, oh, yeah, 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 you know. And, and even when you read his New York Times article, he didn't apologize for his his previous comments in, in Raw and Delirious. Again, there were homophobic comments and all this other stuff, right? He didn't apologize for them because he's already done it. He did that in 1996. That when you read the actual article, he just based you on some, yeah, you know, I've grown from that and... Uh, I don't find that stuff funny anymore. I don't think you have to be funny. Like at one point he even, say, it's funny cause uh, they're asking him, it's like, Hey, yeah, you know, what do you feel about these other, uh, these other comedians having to, um, to, to go, to go through all this stuff and how Bart is, he basically says, he's like, I went through all that stuff, so this is not scary. He says about the controversial jokes. He pointed out that he's been picketed and also has apologized for material by AIDS that he now calls ignorant before adding on the subject of anxiety about comics today. It's like all the stuff they're talking about, hey, welcome to the club. Like, Eddie Murphy's basically like, yo, stop you complaining. Like, all this stuff, like people, I, my position on quote unquote cancel culture is it's always kind of been there. The difference is social media makes some of it louder, make, makes it more almost like a flash mob because it flashes real quick for like a for a little bit of time but you wait it out it's kind of it dies down a bit and so people forget people are like oh yeah he didn't have to you know eddie murphy no 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 eddie eddie murphy had to you know people yelled got, got mad at him for the gay jokes they got mad at him for the jokes about women they got mad at him about the jokes shit they got mad at him about the jokes about bill cosby Like, Bill Cosby was actually mad (laughs) about them jokes, right? That joke is so funny. (laughs) The jokes is good, though. The jokes is good. So it's like, so this idea that Eddie Murphy never had any kind of backlash for Raw and Delirious is not true at all. He absolutely did. And I think that when people talk about cancel culture, they're ignoring the fact that, okay, well, who's doing the canceling, right? Quote, unquote, canceling. If, If you're saying something, like, that's homophobic... Well, now, thanks to social media, more gay people are one out, you know, uh, with uh, being gay. And so they, they, and then social media also gives them a voice, and now you hear it. Beforehand, like, I I think a lot of people forget how isolated we were before social media. Like, you could go your entire life and not know an openly gay person. We know white people go entire lives and not meeting a black person, right? And you didn't have the Internet and social media to kind of expose you to other people, other cultures, other sexualities, other just other knowledge. Right. We didn't have any of that stuff. So it was very, very possible for you to grow up and stay, you know, very, very ignorant in your small pocket of the world because like we just didn't grow like that. And so people are now seeing, you know, when somebody says, oh, well, yeah, yeah, that's actually offensive. I find it that when it comes to canceling stuff, the outrage over the possibility of somebody being canceled is almost always greater than the call for them to actually be canceled. Yep. Like, let's take, for uh, example, the last Dave Chappelle special, right? After the first one, when people were like, okay, so Dave Chappelle is on that transphobic, homophobic shit right now. All right, cool, right? And then the promotion for the second one, and you're just like, yeah, I'm doubling down on that shit. Most people were just like, all right, cool, I'm not watching it. And that was it. There were a couple articles that were like, "Yep, they still being transphobic." People were like, "Hm, yeah, that's why I didn't watch." And that was pretty much it. But the outrage came from people going like, "Oh, so you're offended? Oh, so you're triggered? Oh, so you're going to cancel Dave Chappelle?" People were just like, "No, I just didn't didn't watch it." "Oh, cuz you're triggered. Oh, that's why. You're triggered. Oh, why are you so sensitive?" I'm like, you i trying to cancel Dave Chappelle." I'm like, "Actually, nobody tried to cancel Dave Chappelle." No, yeah, we just didn't watch the show. Yeah, people just didn't didn't watch. Like, but it became this whole big thing, and I'm like, "Oh, that's what it is." You all make it a big deal because that's what the that's what you build your brand off of, right? You build your brand like Dave Chappelle and everybody else is building the brand off of being canceled, even though they're not really canceled. Like that's a new big thing. Is a thing that yeah, um, also a battle between two groups
4: of egomaniacs, which is like mm-hmm. comedy. Comedy blog person that like writes for Vulture or whatever, who's like, I'll tell you guys what's funny, and then there's like comedian who has a huge ego of like, no one tells me what to say, <laughs> and it's like, I don't know about you, the rest of you guys, but most people don't give a fuck about this. Like, yeah. most people, like, stand up has dwindled so much, and it's becomes so oversaturated because Netflix is buying every fucking mm-hmm. stand up special and just putting it on people aren't really consuming stand-up like that this isn't hbo when they would have three stand up specials a year and it was always from like what you consider to be the top minds in the world or the person that we had next right it's like oh we broke chris rock we broke dave Chappelle, we broke um uh sinbad we broke uh you know like this like these comedians that are you just like oh they you know george carlin special is coming on hbo that that day is done. Like mm-hmm. you're either already a name and there, and like Netflix goes and buys your stuff, or you're nobody, and they buy your shit too. So right. like this idea that there's like a huge cultural battle over fucking stand-up is ridiculous. Like who who really like uh like I said uh, I don't uh, you know you go out and you talk to people. When is the last time somebody quoted a Dave Chappelle quote to you that wasn't from Killing Them Softly or the Dave Chappelle or the show? Yo, like no one does stand up like that anymore it used to be a time you did stand up and it was the cultural zeitgeist everybody's walking around like uh bill bellamy you gotta blow that shit out or uh cat williams oh you be banging on breakfast nigga like we don't th- no one does that now that it's on netflix we're just kind of like oh yeah you see that special yeah, yeah i liked it or i didn't like it then
3: no it, it's a, it's it's funny you mentioned that because that's actually uh you know you know uh and Dolomite is my name, Eddie Murphy's playing, Rudy Ray Moore. And that's one of the things they were doing. Like he put out his own comedy album, you know, as as Dolomite, and people were buying that. But you're right, that's like that's not what today is. You like you watch it, you you're fine with it. Or for the most part, you just go and listen to your old comedy albums, but like that's about it. Like I like Louis Black. I listen to his old stuff. I, I know he's probably done some comedy albums since then. I don't go find him. It's like it's it's okay. I've also, the thing that also got me with all the people that were in my mentioned yesterday, I'm looking at them and I'm looking at their abbeys going like, have you even listened to Raw and Delirious? Right. Like, because like, nigga, I did. And I'm saying this, like, I'm all about comedy. I find some offensive stuff funny. Nigga, some of that stuff probably shouldn't be said today. Like, I mean, it's, it's called Raw for a reason. <laughs> You know? And so I'm walking to people, I'm like, so you're defending you're defending something that you probably yourself have not listened to. You have not listened to that. Like or right. outside outside of something like the outside of um, you know, Eddie, Eddie, <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, you know, um you, you're not you're not you're not you're not knowing that stuff. You you're not following any of that stuff you don't know. You know, so why are you defending it so much? Like people were getting right. so angry, it's like, oh yeah, you why are y'all so mad at Eddie Murphy? He was like nobody's mad at Eddie. He said that he actually grew and actually kinda like he's like, Oh, my whole thing is like, I got ten kids. Oh so my, my stand up special might be about being a parent and all the shit that goes on with that. It's like, wow, he's grown and he's gonna find new material because like that's the thing. There was also that um somebody couple seen people go and use George Carlin's name. As oh yeah, you guys would be so offended by George Carlin. I'm like, have you guys mm-hmm. ever listened
1: to Carlin? <laughs>
3: like, like did like have you ever?
4: You know what that is? That's the assumption that the people who are upset about comedy are mad at the words that mm-hmm. are being used, and that's that's you know that's why I hate the online debates that that are being had around it because it's so black and white. It's not that people hear the word uh you know hear a slur for like homopho homo uh, homosexual people or they hear like a they hear like a um they just hear the fact that you're talking about someone who's trans and they go oh, oh i'm fucking offended like that's not how it's happening but then on the online like the people who don't like you know the the folks who care about that shit they're just like pc mafia you triggered are you triggered and i'm like that's not the discussion it's it's what are you saying about that group of people? What is the joke to be had there? Because there's yeah. a bunch of fucking shit that's quote unquote inappropriate that people laugh at every fucking day, dog. Like all these true crime podcasts, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. some of the, some of these TV shows I watch, man. Righteous Gemstones, um, shit, almost everything on Adult Swim, like well, all it, of them make it, jokes about shit that you go. Uh, you're not supposed to say that, you know, like that's like, like that's, that's not something you say in polite company, but it's never like, Hey, you know, what's funny? Just people being transgender, like just living their lives. That's, that's hilarious. Like I'm gonna laugh at you. Like, nah, they'll take it and make, make like a statement or a commentary on it and then twist it in your mind to make it funny. People still make those jokes. People still make those shows. People still do that stand up but stand up is the only place where they do that. And then they like pat themselves on the back. as like the truth teller and philosophers of America. It's like, no dog, you just, you make, you made some lazy, crass jokes and I don't have to
3: applaud you for it. Well, I think there's also the thing, there's two things, right? There's one, I think some comedians or some people feel like you're, I think there's a lot of comedians who haven't accepted the fact that, Hey, your joke bombed because it wasn't funny. And maybe that you're not as funny as you think you are. Like, I think there's there's some element of that, right? Like depending on who your audience is, you might have a very smaller a, a smaller and, and less mainstream audience than you think, because your crass jokes only work for that you know that alt right racist crowd in the first place, right? Two, and I'm gonna play this George the George Carlin clip when we were talking to I think it was um uh Larry King in a minute, but it's like he said this, something I've always been saying. It's like I and I shouldn't I'm not a comedian, so I shouldn't have to say this to people, but it's like your comedy punches up, not down. Like that's that's the that's the thing, right? If you make the joke, the the punchline can't be the marginalized people. Like it's it it you gotta flip it around. Like you know, I saw you talking about this, Rob, because you know uh, Deshawn had his, his thing came out, and then Bill Burr did too. And some people were like, "Well, Bill Burr says some offensive stuff. Why is he not getting the same 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 heat?" And while well, I haven't watched it, I'm like, I watched enough Bill Burr to know Bill Burr always gives himself an out. And every one of his jo- almost every one of his jokes, where he goes down that road, the out he gives himself is usually, "What the fuck do I know? I'm just an old, I'm just a, an older white guy who's dumb. I'm probably wrong anyway." And so that little out there then turns it around on him being the responsibility and him being out of touch and him him being too uh, also, like, older and not growing. Dog,
4: he took four years between specials. Mm-hmm. Like no, like people don't. Chappelle put out like. Four specials in a, the, over the course of, like, three or four years, mm-hmm. after taking 20 years off, dog, that's a lot to ask of yourself. Right. At some point, what you don't have a specials worth of shit that happened to you between <laughs> fucking, like, right. you know, January of this year and then, like, October of this year. Like, it's kind of hard to do that, you know? And so... um the other thing, like, you're right about Bird, the giving himself the out. But the other thing that Bird does is give you at least the, the like, other perspective mm-hmm. and the truth of, like, what happened. Like, Chappelle has sometimes has to, like, lie.
1: Mm-hmm. You know
4: what I mean? Like, for lack of a better term, he just goes, like, "Uh, well, you know, look, Louis C.K. asked some women could he, like, jack his dick on the phone. And you're like, that's not what happened. Right, right. So already I'm looking at the joke, like, you couldn't figure a way out to make it funny, with the truth. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not one of those purists that believes like all, you know, all good comedy punches up or whatever. There's, I've laughed at shit where I'm like, that clearly is you being an asshole. And right. the joke is you're being an asshole. Like, I've laughed at that if shit. That's, but, a, if that's a joke, but like, though, right? You,
3: your joke has right, to be that you're you the asshole.
4: The, right. Right. You can't, what you can't do in my opinion is try to make me like, uh, be on your, like, I don't like when people do the, the comedy where it's like, uh, the whole joke is that I'm saying the same thing that racist people say or misogynist people say, and isn't that funny? I'm like, well, I mean, that's not really, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I would like you to put a twist on it. I've, I've laughed at shit that's inappropriate. I do that all the time, man. Um, you know, Patrice O'Neal stand up to me was funny, but it was funny cause he was just so fucking wrong. You know, yeah. like and he's letting you know, like, I'm wrong, I'm an asshole, I'm gonna come out here and say this asshole shit, and you either laugh with me or get offended and leave. I get it, you know? I I, I think it's become so black and white that, that what we've lost in it is that, to me, laughter isn't always agreement, and um comedy isn't always truth to power type of shit. Sometimes it is dumb out shit, sometimes it is gonna offend some people, sometimes The twist is that I'm going to say something that's going to feel offensive. And if you wait five minutes, you're going to see the other side of this thing. Like Burr has a bit of where he starts off like talking bad about Michelle Obama, where, you know, like, oh, she do anything. Why she get to be write a book and be on these tours, blah, blah, blah. And then he twisted a few minutes later by saying, like, you know, because like feminists are mad at this, that other. But let there be a first man instead of a first lady. And let that motherfucker try to say something about politics while his wife is president. And we're going to go, everybody's going to be like, shut the fuck up, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, no one wants to hear your man opinion. Shut the fuck up. You know, you didn't get elected, she did. And I'm like, okay, see, that's the, the shit that's missing from Chappelle's bit. Well, yeah. Because you could, yeah. don't make your point of everyone's kind of a hypocrite. Everyone can be wrong. You can be a feminist and have, you know, and be kind of just you just want to be in power you're not really trying to be qual- like you can do that bit but you got to think about it and I I think that's what's missing from everything is it's why people defend Shane Gillis who they had never heard of 2 weeks ago but and he's not even making jokes he's just calling people racial slurs
3: like if that's, that's, that's the right. bar for what y'all are willing to defend then you don't love comedy cuz that's not craft well that's the thing it's like it's gotten lazy right like you have to you have to put some work into it. And I feel like a lot of times people, uh, some of these comedians don't want to put the work into it. It's like you said, it's just that I'm going to say the racial slur and you're waiting for the punchline. You're waiting for the other, the other part of the line. And they're like, Oh no, no that was a joke. I just called him a nigger. Uh, that's right. actually not, <laughs> <Yeah>. that's no, <laughs> that's like, that's, that's like, Eleven percent of a joke, like it's not even, yeah. not even. It's a even fool.
4: like, I joke on everything. Anyone can get his shit. It's such bullshit. Because like, if Bill Burr walked on stage and just said, "Niggers, niggers, over, it's right. over." Well, shoot, I still, I still,
3: I still have the one where he was in Philly and he was talking about his. Um, I love that shit because he started going on the crowd. He was talking about his racist grandmother, yes. and how she used to say "nigger." And then somebody in the crowd got mad at him for saying it. he was like, I'm "Talking about my racist grandmother. She's racist. She's, She's going to say that shit. That's okay. She's going to die soon anyway." And I burst out fucker laughing. I'm like, he's basically like, he's like, oh, she's old. She's gonna die soon, and we fuck her. And I'm just like, god damn, dude. But it's like that's the yeah, thing you do to his own grandmother, right? His old grandmother. But that's what you do, right? If you turn on yourself and put that kind of stuff in there, that can work, right? But so many times they don't, and they're not trying to. I also have, and, and, it's, and I kind of covered this on the mailbag, so I'm not going to go too much in depth with it right now, but there was some another big news story that happened this week is that uh, for the premiere of Joker, WB's not doing any uh, red, red carpet interviews. They're just doing photography. Um, and here's my thing, right? Same thing, same thing with comedy. And I think this is the thing that also bothers me the most about people who take this road of being... I'm, I'm going to trigger you and I'm going to buck against PC culture. The minute they get some kind of pushback, they lose their fucking spine and become the fucking. Now, all of a sudden they're the victim, right? It's like, Oh, I'm a victim of PC culture, PC culture. I'm like, no motherfucker. You literally went out there and you literally, if PC culture was a person, you went up and you kicked them in their groin. You pick that fight. You, you you spent all this time picking that fight, right? For the Joker people, I'm like, you spent all the time picking this fight with you know, comic book fans, basically catering to incels and all this shit. So then when you start getting asked questions by the media, you all of a sudden get get all up in your feelings. But it's like, you wanted this. Same thing goes with like Dave Chappelle and all these other people that are all some, I'm going to be triggering the libs and I'm going to be triggering. Oh, you triggered? It's like, well, um, no, but is that what you want? And like what's more what's more
4: triggered than getting twenty five million dollars to stand on a stage and be like, fuck y'all. Right, you know what I mean? Like, right. y'all didn't like my last special. Fuck y'all. I'm only going to talk about the handful of people that didn't like my last special. Like, it's not even right. like it was a ton of people because most people didn't watch it. Right. So you're, you're really talking about like and of those who did watch it, many were vocally supportive of like Dave Chappelle. And then you turn around and make a whole special about the motherfuckers who didn't like it. It's just such so, a weird thing to
3: do. Who's really the snowflake? Who's really triggered? you right. You know, it seems like you're you're spending more time. It's the same thing that uh, Bill Maher does all the time, talking about how sensitive people are. I'm like, but dude, when you start bringing up every fucking show, I'm beginning to think that you're triggered by it. Right, when you're more worried mm-hmm. about it than anybody else. It's like I'll be like, oh yeah, that was homophobic and transphobic. All right. Ain't nobody picking, you know, ain't nobody, like, you're not getting, like, when you, you would think that all these people were getting the Michael Vick treatment. That, like, years later, they went to jail for it. Years later, people still out there picking them, telling them they should die and all that. You would think that that would still be happening, right? Ain't none of these motherfuckers getting the Michael Vick treatment. Yep. So, what are we doing here? Why, why is it, why is this a big thing? Here, here's a clip from, uh, uh, George Carlin.
5: His right to do everything he does, the thing that I I find unusual, and it's, you know, it's not a criticism so much, but his targets are underdogs. And comedy traditionally has picked on people in power, people who abuse their power. Uh, Women and gays and immigrants are kind of, to my way of thinking, underdogs. And, um, you know, he ought to be careful because he's Jewish. And a lot of the people who want to pick on these kind of groups, the Jews are on that list a little further. you got women, gays, gypsies, blah, 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 blah and suddenly you find Jews, and, and Andrew... Suddenly Andrew's arrested. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I mean, obviously he should do what he wants, and... Uh, Why does he get away with it, do you think, then? Well, he's... We have he's, never laughed at jokes about the Well, poor. he's appealing. I think he's appealing largely. I think his core audience are young white males who are threatened by these groups. I think a lot of these guys aren't sure of their manhood, because that's a problem when you're going in through adolescence. You know, am I really? Am I? Mean, could I be? I hope I'm not one of them. And the women who assert themselves and are competent are a threat to these men, and so are immigrants in terms of jobs and and uh, and, and the so that's world. why we, as an audience, then will laugh. I, you say we? I don't think you're. I know. Mean, no, no. But I, mean, I think you're collectively. I think that's what, what is at the core of that experience that takes place in these arenas. There's a certain, uh, uh, you know, a, a sharing of, of uh, anger and rage at, at these at these targets. And I'm sure Andrew isn't that angry at them. I'm sure he's playing it as a comic.
3: So basically, uh, uh, Trump rallies.
1: Mm-hmm. You
4: know, mm-hmm. What changed? Oh. Breitbart was telling me how great Sebel's special was. Right,
3: you know. But I think the idea that, you know, Sometimes you gotta look around. So it's like I, I'm looking at some people like Deja Chappelle and and some of the black comedians who are on this whole oh triggered you know you we're, we're PC culture thing. I'm like you got do realize that uh, once they're done with you, them same people that you, that you think are rallying around you will turn on you in a heartbeat because you black. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, hope you uh, hope you prepare for that because uh, they are not your friend and they are not looking out for you. But um, you do you, you do you, you do you. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah it's just been funny it's it's been it's been an interesting thing to me because it's just like i think that i think the outrage over cancel culture is way more than anybody like you said i think i think you're right postpone culture is way more like it because it's just basically slightly inconvenienced slightly delayed like the 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 dude saying it was shane gillis the one who was hired by uh saturday night live but and again here's the thing people call it cancel culture it's like Try getting hired by a company, and then they find out that you had a bunch of racist right. tweets. Like that's... Man. Like I, I, that's something too. i was trying to tell people. I was like, you know, some of this stuff is not cancel culture. It's just like it's just regular culture. Like you can't do it's that consequences. shit. It's just consequences. <laughs> like, 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 like he called. Like, and I, and I hate to say this, but Andrew Yang is technically a presidential candidate. Yeah, I, got, I have to say that technically he is a candidate for president he called it president for a racial slur like bruh. and it was like may
1: bruh listen right.
3: you had to know in may that you were on the radar of saturday night live one you can't say that two you scrub that shit from the internet so fucking fast well you know what? no 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 three you don't even have to do either one of those two just apologize, dog. Oh you yeah, really come, come right out. Come right out and say it. Come right out. And that say dude, it. that dude, white privilege ejected from that shit. So fast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. it was so good. Like man,
4: having no dog in the fight, it was so fucking good. Because I laughed so hard when I read his it. his his uh, his his note at Notes app apology. No, first of all, pro-
3: so first first of all, was, can we just say just yeah. before you get into it? First of all, guys, the Notes app apology is never good. <laughs> it's never it's never if you ever catch
4: yourself <laughs> screenshotting the notes app stop what you're doing and be like this is obviously not gonna work yo, out for me. You,
3: you you gotta you gotta word press it, you gotta it you gotta email it you gotta gmail it anything but Put that note website. <laughs> anything dog like medium.com <laughs> <laughs> anything facebook even but no don't no notes app. don't ever <laughs> notes app the apology yo. It never- so then
4: like i read that shit and it was i was like I don't think, I'm reading it like, I don't think he's going to apologize. I don't think, and it gets to the end, He's like I was more of a mad TV guy anyway. I was like, wow, whiteness must be a million dollar credit card. Because my black, I'm going to tell y'all right now, Chris, if something ever happens, me and Karen get like uh, some type of TV deal or radio or some shit and white people get mad, like y'all need to apologize some of the shit y'all was saying. I'm going to be on TV like Tammy Faye Baker. Uh, <laughs> mascara screaming down my face, being like, "I'm so sorry, what we said about y'all,"
3: and I just want you to know, like, I'm gonna do it because I'm getting to the bag. Fuck that shit. Oh, on, on, look, nigga, I already know that's happening for me. Like somebody the other day, I, I think I brought this up before um, when we did our review for the for hustlers. I'm not gonna lie, the first ten minutes of the review was us uh, kind of crackling on um, Julius Tiles and 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 and, and, then, and them side teeth, right? And so, I already know, and somebody left a comment going, I was going to listen to this review, but the, the first 10 minutes of them are them talking about an actress in this movie, and I just couldn't get through it. And I'm like, yeah, that's going to be one of those ones I have to apologize. If we ever get big, that's just one of those, like I'm going to be sitting across from Julia Stiles, and I'm going to be looking at her. <laughs> hey, that's all <on> me, Julia. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna... I, you damn right to be mad.
4: I'm
3: I just appreciate you doing the interview. And, and, Honestly, and, I'm sorry. And at one point, she's going to be like, but why can't you look me in the face? <laughs> like, and I'm going to be like... Mm-mm. <laughs> like, could you not get him looking? At the peak?
4: You gonna look like that. Uh you ever see the clip of the British show where there's a guy who has an issue where like he got uh injured in his testicles and he's talking with that high-pitched voice, <laughs> and the dude is trying to interview him and be serious, and he can't not laugh. <laughs> he's, he's like, not this uh show. this is a very serious condition that you suffer from. And uh, can you tell the people about the injury that happened to you? He's like well,
1: you know, first of all,
4: and he's just like, and then the guy's like, this is very serious. He's like, oh, right. like, that's going to be you trying to talk to Julius
3: Styles and apologize. Man. Yo, it's he's not, not going to work, yo. It's not going to work. It's going to be like, yo. You got to hit the notes at me, man. Yo, to hit the, way, right? <laughs> I'm gonna hit the notes at me, like, listen, I am, I apologize to Julian <laughs> Styles.
4: I'm gonna in the, the notes app, guys. Yeah, I want just, you guys to know. I'm very sincere. Just apologize. I can't say it to a face, yeah. but if you guys can just read this on the notes well, app. Well, well, first and, uh, of all, first of all, someone
3: else. Well, first, first of all, you you to start off the notes app with. Uh, uh, I apologize to anyone who may have been offended <laughs> by what I said. Right. you got you got to lead off the. See, the notes app always leads off with. The not apology, apology first. Like to whom? To whom? It's like, it's like one of them, to whom it may concern. type letters. It's like to whom may be shout offended.
4: Out, shout out to my man Shane Gillis who hit us with the very rarely used. If anyone was actually offended. <laughs> 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 Hell, man, white privilege. But man. see, that's what, that's I, like, I get why hotels oh yeah. want it, man. Oh yeah, I, yeah, oh yeah. I feel like I'm looking at it like the ring from Motherfucking Lord of the Rings. Like I don't need it because. It's, it's too tempting, but mm-hmm. man, I get what's alluring about it.
3: Oh, it's great, yo! It's great. It's is like mm-hmm. the cloak of just being able to do whatever the fuck you want to do. It's like, yeah, man, it's it's, it's fucking awesome, man. I I, I get it. I get it. You know, it's, it's too much power for one man who isn't white. Um, and so it's just it's just, so good. He Dude, just
4: he, so good. It's just he had an undertone of I know I'm gonna be okay, guys. Right, like a SNL check <laughs> that would have stayed my like uh, anybody else. That because you don't know how much auditioning you have to do for the fucking job, man. Like, who went through? Who goes through all that process? Gets to the brass ring and they're just like, "I'm gonna ride this white thing on out, y'all. Think I'm gonna be all right?"
2: He's gonna work for a decade. He's good. He's gonna hey. make the money back. Yeah, being racist.
3: Yeah, hey, He's point, gonna
2: d- doubling down on this is gonna pay him the exact amount of money SNL was gonna pay him for the same amount of time.
3: Yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're, you know, you know, Dennis Miller has to retire at some point. You know. So he won't even have to get like a smaller car or anything.
4: like nothing's no. going to change for no. change. That's it's amazing really, dog. Like even uh what was that dude's name? Nate Park. Even Nate Parker had to like move into like a studio apartment for a year. <laughs> you know, <laughs> before his before he got the new movie cracking. That's right, y'all, he's back.
3: Oh yeah, he mm-hmm. back. He back, and he's like, "Yeah, I've I moved on from this. I can't believe we still have the dog." I I love yeah. that too. I love the. Oh, so that's that's one here too. Almost missed this one. Almost missed this one. So again, we keep talking about these these news stories that keep coming up. Um, True. these big these big important news stories. So there's another person uh, of power who's being forced to to, to confront their past. Uh, Malik Yoba storms off set of the route after being asked about uh, having selected a sex from a minor. Um, this is the this is the greatest. I got to say, this Malik Yoba thing is the greatest uh, 24-hour turnaround I've ever seen in my life from, oh, wow, he's coming out and supporting trans women and his attraction to trans women to be like, did he sleep with an underage girl? Like, in like 24 hours. So it's like, mm, bruh, come on. You never go
4: for R. Kelly talking to Gail King.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No.
4: You never want to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. You hate to see it and... uh I read the transcript today. interview. I haven't even watched the uh, video yet. But yeah, anytime... You you can't... This story is so ridiculous. You can't be the guy who's talking about trans inclusion and love and the guy who's accused of having sex with underage sex workers.
1: You you can't...
3: You got to set that one out, dog. You got to set that one out. You
4: have to be like, you know what? Even if I... Even if I you didn't do it, you would have to take a minute, right? You'd have to be like, you know what, guys? I'm too hot right now. I'm gonna go ahead and like battle this out in the legal system, or I'm gonna, you know, whatever. Like I'm gonna like write something explaining what happened. But what I do know is I won't be good by October 25th to host an event. So what I probably should do is chill. Even Chris Hardwick,
1: mm-hmm.
4: chill. Even him, he, he like he's Chris fucking Hardwick, and was like. You know what, y'all? Right? I'm gonna need, I'm gonna go my ass home and uh, try to slide back in a year. This <laughs> nigga was like, "I'm taking no time off." Mm-hmm. I, he, I knew he did it when he defended himself in spoken word. I said, "This nigga did it, bro." <laughs> no one does that. <laughs> if I accuse you of something, even, and you're gonna be like, "I didn't do it," you come and you're gonna go Instagram live of all places to do it. You don't go on Instagram live and and go, "Oh, see, you got the." believe in the polarity and the reality because what is really the brutality is the totality of this formality like guilty nigga, did you guilty. Do it guilty
3: guilty not? guilty <laughs> that nigga is guilty like that's just that's what that is you like the note between the notes app and then the 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 quick uh uh instagram live facebook live you know defense of yourself where you haven't you clearly haven't talked to your lawyer and you clearly haven't talked to your PR person. Cause like in the background you can see your PR person bursting through the bursting through the door, basically going, nigga, get off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that accus-
4: the phone. accusation is such a like big major accusation. If you get accused of that and you didn't do it, you you know, you're gonna tell social media, you're just like, no the fuck I didn't, and that's it. Like you're not there's mm-hmm. no like extra layer like all right let me put this shit in like a, a sonnet you know what I'm like mm-hmm. you don't, no i didn't do that shit please y'all that person's lying on me i promise y'all i didn't do that you don't you don't come out uh guys uh so i prepared a freestyle
3: fuck out of here dude because <laughs> first of all i gotta ask i gotta ask when did you start working on it <laughs> like right. is, this, is this something that you knew like right after you did it so because you're guilty so right after you did it, you were like, I'm going to need this in my back pocket. Let me go ahead and have this spoken. Let me go ahead and have this hot 16 spoken words uh, to go because it go with this. B-. Like, come on, dog. Come on.
4: <laughs> he pulls come out like on. a sheet of paper. He's been writing on already. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh-uh. All right. Fuck. Uh, I always knew I might need this. Always knew I might need this. Yeah. So between that. Yeah. He had a he had a rough like after that initial um like. I don't, I don't know, I'm attracted to trans women, I'm, um, trans women are women, and after that initial one, he just had a bad, like, week, because it was uh, the, the woman that came out and accused him of uh, rape raping her when she was, she was younger, then he went on The Breakfast Club a little bit, I think, and then he had, uh, and the, that, that interview, first of all, again, again, niggas, do not go on The Breakfast Club, if you already got heat coming on you, don't go to The Breakfast Club. That's it's literally the
4: perfect place to go if you don't want to be asked uh, questions that are gonna like get you in trouble on the air. But it's the worst place to go (laughs) if you don't want to get in trouble with questions that you don't want to get asked questions that are gonna get trouble off the air. Like in that room, you can say any ignorant thing you want, and they're just gonna, "Mm mm-hmm, yep. I see what you're saying. Yep, Mm -hmm. that's right. As soon as you fucking walk outside, everyone's gonna be like, "What the fuck did you just do to your career?"
3: And then this root interview—it's just like, bruh, you just you you just you did it all wrong. You 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 do not have a white privilege, um, and that's just not no 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 no. It's just, um, all right all right. I got I got a, I got a few more because I feel like I feel like there's still there's so a few more stories that we we've kind of missed here. Um, yeah, some big, There's some big ones, and and this I think this was a really huge one here. Um, we've been kind of, you guys You guys know us, we've we've been joking around, there's obviously a huge news story that we've been kind of, uh, that Everybody is in the political world, and everybody's been talking about, and uh, we've been purposely skipping over it, because I, I don't know, I just hate talking about politics sometimes on the tangent, because the world sucks enough as it is, um, <clears throat> but here we go, we're finally going to dr- jump into this. Um, Justin Trudeau wore bl- brown face in 2001 Arabian Nights party while he taught at a private school.
2: Right. And he's a white guy. Yeah. I don't know. That'll tell you.
1: Yeah.
4: And uh, I like that they said brown face because what? he was trying to be Aladdin. Yeah. But nigga, that
3: was black face. <laughs> nigga, that's black face. Like, they got the videos and everything. And it was like three separate incidents. I was like, first of all, first of all, Canadians, he's not your Obama. My Obama would never.
4: <laughs> yeah. <that> was, <laughs> okay how about like on petty agendas <laughs> i'm glad that we are aligned because my cuz justin trudeau has been like really really on the heels of obama like like yeah. he's like obama's one and then like trudeau's been one a and then obama's been out of office mm-hmm. so you know more detractors of obama have been showing up and the you know during the primaries it's like i don't really even fuck with i'm so left fuck obama you know like <laughs> so it's like even losing a little legacy and i've been like damn justin trudeau catching up and then the blackface came out, and I said, game, fucking set, match. You'll never be better than Obama. Black people still got this one.
3: Well, and, and and he's been catching flack before, even before this happened. He was been catching flack within indigenous uh, uh, community in in Canada for a while now. It just hasn't – he's been able just to – It
4: sticking to him, though, it, well, yeah. Man. It wasn't, like, I, it wasn't I mean, sticking. You're right. I mean, people – Doc, yeah. Okay. I've been mm-hmm. this is agenda mm-hmm. that I've been monitoring. Oh, yeah. and nothing was sticking to this man. And since they don't have like a, a huge military, they don't even have like the you know the war shit that Obama got. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, dog. It's everyone likes Canada. He everyone likes him. No one gives a fuck about the people that you know he's offending. And then I saw that blackface picture, dog. I said, Got him.
3: We got him. We got him. We got him.
4: Like, mm. I ain't saying Obama perfect. <laughs> I'm just trying to say he the best. That's right. all I'm saying. Right?
3: <laughs> yeah, you almost had us there for a minute there, Canada. You almost did. We almost thought, almost thought there might be something there, but um, nah, nah. And
4: I feel the same way about this shit. I felt about Ra- Ralph Northam. Uh, mm, mm-hmm. Didn't have done it, but uh,
3: <laughs> if you
4: think I want a conservative person in charge of Canada, you can kiss my ass. That's <laughs> right. so
3: you can uh, stay. Justin Trudeau, uh, Canada's prime minister, wore brown face makeup to a party. It's blackface. Uh, to a party at the private school where he was he, he was teaching in the spring of 2001. Thomas obtained a photograph of the incident. the fo- the, fo- uh, the, uh, the photograph has not been previously reported. The picture was taken at an Arabian Nights themed gala. It shows Trudeau, then 29 year old son of the late prime, uh, late former prime prime minister Pierre Trudeau. I didn't know he was a legacy. Ah, oh, this mm. motherfucker's is a legacy yeah.
1: too. Mm. Mm-hmm. You should have known mm. better.
3: Wearing a turban and rose with his feet.
4: the thing is, though, it was actually helping him out because his daddy apparently was mad cool. And he was the dude that was like, we letting in brown people in Canada and we not asking them to assimilate to the culture. Like, bring your culture with you. That's why it's so many Jamaicans in Canada and shit right now. Hmm. So, like, because like I said, I've been monitoring this agenda for a while. (laughs) So I was like, damn, like, because I was going to use it against them. Like, mm-hmm. well, what does Daddy do? You know, like, mm-hmm. his Daddy was trash because I don't care if he' cool or not. But nah, I couldn't get one until mm. ah, finally he finally showed chink, up, uh, chink in the armor with that motherfucking brown face, baby. Yeah,
3: they got, they got, they got him with the um the photos. There was video of it too. I think the video might be from also from this time. Do you know oh. how people have been sitting on this? It? It's been it's from two thousand one. I have a video from two thousand one. Got to be a VHS tape.
4: Bruh, he blackface. It was only three seconds of video, but in that three seconds, I noticed he blackfaced his legs, dog. Hey. Like in the holes of the jeans is blackface, dude. What did you take a bath in, in black makeup? What did you do?
3: Come on, bro. Come on, come on, bro. Come on, come on, bro.
4: And you- I say all this to be like, dude, we are like as black people, man. I feel like I'm not speaking for all of us, but for a lot of us, we're. <laughs> there's so much racism. I don't even feel like we get offended by this shit anymore. Like, like it's like, it's not even like it gets a pass. We're just like, well, yeah, of course. Like, should we have blackface amnesty day? We know you guys did it. Like we, we know all you did it. Just get it over with, rip the band-aid, and then we can just fucking move on. We, it, like yo, now I don't. I'm tired of being surprised by the unsurprising news that y'all are, yo, have done.
1: Recently. Yo,
3: blackface amnesty day might work. Yo, it's kind of like gun amnesty day. Where you bring, you just bring all your blackface, uh, your, your blackface uh, pictures and video, the shoe polish you use. You just drop it off at the local police station, and we we ask no questions.
4: I just want blackface purge. <laughs> right, blackface purge day. Mm-hmm. Like just one day a year, all like, white people can just come out and admit. They've done blackface, and it's like the purge. We'll be like, okay, you can go back to work
2: uh, awesome. Monday. Also, just to clear up the rules, if you put on brown face and put on a um, uh, feather hat, that also is um that, that also goes on the That counts. Don't <laughs> if you were if you were a Native American, that also counts. Don't fuck around.
4: Dressed up in 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 uh, Indian garb, any of this stuff, in, uh, kimono,
2: sombrero, Super- fake mustache, same thing.
4: Uh, yes, blackface purge day. You go ahead and let us know. Any other day, you get caught. Your ass go. You going down, but you get one day a year where we're like, okay, all right. Well, it's Blackface Thursday, so and I got. I got. Of
3: I it's just it's one of the things I, I just got to ask white people who I want to. I really do want to sit down with a uh, white person who does blackface and just ask them. it's, it's like, as a black person, to be like, yo, but like, so you put shoe polish all over? <laughs> like, yeah, I just have a question, Joe. Like, what is the process for doing blackface? You just sit down one like, day. I knew a white dude named Devin.
4: Who did? Uh, he dressed up as Mr. Hanky for Halloween. Oh no! And browned his face up like oh, poop. Oh no! With
3: Christmas hat.
4: And <laughs> I wasn't there for this. Obviously, I saw the pictures. <laughs> and uh, I and I when I saw it, I was, like sat him down. Like we were sitting, I was like waiting on him at the door. of uh, wing night We went to the bar. I was like, Devin, can I talk to you for a second? He's like, What, man? I was like, Were you doing blackface for Halloween? He's like, Oh no, man. I was Mr. Hanky. I was like, Yeah. Let me show you this picture right here. You're Mr. Black. You're not Mr. Hanky. You're Mr. Blackface. No, that's not cool. He's like, nah, man, it's cool because this other black dude, I said, fuck that other black dude. I don't know him. You know me. You don't get to do that. Like, let's never do that shit again. If I hear about it, I'm going to fuck you up. That's the end of it. Or, or you can just not be my friend. You don't, I mean, we don't have to be friends. I'm cool with that. But if you are going to call yourself my friend, which it seems you want to do, this shit is over with. This was very, very stupid. I said, and he was like, "Damn!" Now you would say that. When we went on the bar call that night, everybody was like looking at me and shit, and they were like, <laughs> "Black people were saying stuff to me." I was like, "Yes, motherfucker," because <laughs> no one knows you, Mister Hanky, <laughs> <God>, idiot.
3: <laughs> first of all, first of all, what your thought process going to, do to think to dress like Mister Hankey in the first place? Just, like, He's not a smart Come on bro Come
4: on We're oh. not friends anymore Not because of anything he did But he just was not a very smart man
3: Oh my god Um Alright Uh Yeah So Um I don't know That's I just I, I, I need to know I need to know Uh Alright Before we move on to a great moment of white privilege And this uh, I am the manager moment I, I We gotta mention real quickly Um Uh yeah, so there were an impeachment inquiry by the Dems for Trump. So there's that. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Big news, I guess. I don't know. Eh, yeah. We'll see. We'll Nothing see. Right. Yeah. 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 This is a little little thing. We'll see. Right. No, I, honestly, I'm really on some. All right, guys. See, right. How, this, see how that works out. Because um, I feel like everybody's kind of working themselves up to be disappointed. And I refuse to do that. So. You let me know, yeah. I mean, let me know when this Me like, uh, there's things like when me and Chris are like,
4: uh, we'll like disagree a little bit, but I'll understand where you're coming from. And like, I understood where you're coming from on the impeachment thing, but I got to where you're at about like, I don't know, three, four months ago, maybe even more than that, where I was just like, well, if you dummies want it, <laughs> like, if you think it's gonna change everything, uh, I hope you get it. Like, I'm just telling you, it's not the fucking magic switch you think it is.
1: But I still, I still see people okay, say, "This is what oh, you
4: want. You got it now. It's not hurting me that you got it." So uh, I hope it works out the way you think it is. But if it don't, uh, y'all better be right. prepared to continue to vote and all that shit.
2: Yeah, that's the problem. Is like I, we need to get them out of office and we need to do this right or try to. But the uh, the, the complacency bomb that's going to go off if this works out. Is gonna be so terrible <laughs> if any of this works out. I mean, everyone, every every well-meaning white person in America is gonna be like, "We did it, guys! All right, anywho, yeah. back to normal." And then we will, and we have a lot of work to do.
1: So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so and it, we have
2: way more work to do, no matter what happens. So, if he, if any of this works out, then we're gonna have to do it. With- yeah, now
4: that we have President Mike Pence, everything's fixed, and <laughs> black people is gonna be. Well, standing around with our hands up. So,
3: <laughs> like, so, what? So that's, that's that's if it works out. My thing is, like, and, and, and my entire position on this whole thing was, like, I want people, because I know how people on the left work themselves up into a frenzy over something, and when they don't get exactly what they want, that's when they feel like they're not, they, they feel like everybody's kind of let them down. So I'm like, everybody's kind of worked themselves up into this position of, it's going to work because, I mean, obviously he's guilty, I'm like, he was guilty when he just let me step in the foot in the office. Like it ain't never been about what's right and what's wrong. Right. And I feel like a lot of right. people think that we're still operating on the idea of what's right and what's wrong. My thing is let's, let's say it, 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 it doesn't work. And I I feel like a lot of people haven't talked about um the idea of what happens if it doesn't work. And, and, and that's what I want people just to be prepared for. um like, there's a lot of people who, during... Because, again, I feel like a lot of people didn't didn't pay attention to the 2015 and 2016 election. And I did. And I remember one of the, the chief complaints that they had about Hillary Clinton and Democrats was that their only message was being anti-Trump. And that Hillary didn't have a platform. The Dems didn't have a platform, which was false. She talked about her platform all the time. Um, The problem was that when Hillary talked about her platform and when she had a rally, the news didn't show what they would show a Trump rally or they would talk about her emails. Like You can go back and look at the media, see how much time the media spent talking about her emails. My thing is, what do you guys think is going to happen with an impeachment trial? The media is going to be full tilt on impeachment. You're not going to get any of the platforms of the candidates and the difference between the candidates. You're not going to get that. Not because they're not saying it, but because the media here in America is terrible. And I'm like, I'm fine with that if you all are okay with it. Like, to me, it's fine. A candidate being anti-Trump, if they win the primary, is good enough for me. Like, I'm on, th- I'm on that level, so I'm already there. I just know a lot of people say they're not there. And so they want, also, they want a candidate who's more than just anti-Trump, but then they're supportive of a process that's going to be... Nothing but it's gonna from now until whenever there's a potentially a Senate vote, it'll be nothing but basically a reality show. Yeah, I do. Think, I'm fine uh, with that. I'm fine with that, but I uh, just want everybody to be on there. So
4: I do think also that Pelosi is like very smart. I think uh, she's she reminds me of Hillary in a way that we've heard her be talked shit about for twenty years. So now. It's a thing, you know what I'm saying? Like anything she does, there's this layer of like, well, we're we don't like her, you know what I'm saying? We're not supposed to like her, um, and we never question why we're not supposed to like her, but we just aren't supposed to like her. And yeah. you know, I still remember um, John Stewart calling her crazy and all this type of shit, and putting pictures of her whenever she had like her eyes wide open to be like, look how crazy she looks, and that's a liberal show essentially. Mm-hmm. And they did that for, for his entire tenure there. It was, she's crazy. Um, she wants progressive ideas, and that makes her crazy. You know? Um, and so, I don't think she's a dummy. I think she probably timed this in a way where, one, they think they have him dead to rights. and it I mean, from the transcript, it appears they do. But uh, she thinks they have him dead to rights. But also, I think she knows there's not enough time to get this process finished before the election. And right. so we'll be in the middle of it. So you can't just go mission accomplished in like February and be like, "Well, I'm sitting the next election out," you know? So that's kind of what I'm I'm hoping uh the timing means here that
1: you my, know, my only maybe suit, maybe yeah.
4: maybe even the evidence and discovery phase and the uh interviews and all that stuff. Maybe I'm not I'm not very hopeful about it, but this is just, you know, the other side of it. Maybe that'll keep the pressure on for people to be like, look how corrupt this goes. Look how corrupt this is. Look at the fact that we know Republicans won't like do anything about this unless we get them out of office. And, you know, November is the perfect time to do it.
3: Well, you know, there's a couple things about that. One, one, you are right about the Pelosi thing. I, I just found it funny that so many people were just like Pelosi's complicit. She's, she's part of the whole thing. And I'm like, she's actually counting votes. She's a, ha- she's a house. If she says she doesn't have the votes, she doesn't have the votes. She's the leader of the house. She knows you don't know person sitting on your couch at home. You don't fucking know you're not there. And when she
4: doesn't have the votes, they will call her stupid and blame her for that. too. Right.
3: And I'm like, so this is a woman who you have, if you like your Obamacare, if you like your healthcare right now, she's the one that whipped her. She, she knew it was going to cost them votes, you know, elect come election time. And she got her, she, she knows what she's fucking doing. You have healthcare because of her. All right. So it's always weird to me seeing people turn so heavily on her, but then also not say anything about Chuck Schumer in the Senate, where you actually need the Senate to actually vote on some things and put in pressure. It's just weird to me, right? It's always the women that get pressure put on them, but whatever, right? There's that. My other thing is, and I can talk to you about this, because I know you and me kind of are on the same thing. of just like, just get this shit over with. I'm, I don't know what's better, if it gets done quicker or if it's a longer process. I hear the idea of there's a longer process, go through the November election, then this is all that you can focus on, and then everybody's kind of talking about how corrupt Trump is, how corrupt the, re- the Senate is, and the Republicans are, and stuff like that. The flip side of that is, I feel like that's also playing to what Trump is good at. He's a reality mm-hmm. TV star. So all of this is going to be basically reality TV, and then playing through courts, and playing the, the, I, the, the, the position of which reality TV made really well, the persecuted white guy? Um, like, yeah, that, that, that I mean, role this he's good. is
4: literally the, um, the selfie's choice, right? Because yeah. the other flip is, cause we know he's not going to actually get impeached either way. Um, or maybe no, the other like- flip. It, like, I, I, I mean, well, if it takes it a long time, he may. Right, right. If it takes a short time, we know he won't. Right. So if it's short, it's just him going, I was totally exonerated and right. all that shit. Exactly. So either way, it's a like, this is why she didn't want to fucking do it. But right. okay, whatever. got right, right you got
3: what you want? And, 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 and my thing is like, do you, do you, because here's my thing is like, during election season, do you want him playing to his trench with his, this persecuted white guy thing with uh, reality TV? Or do you want him talking about his healthcare plan, which Again, we don't spend enough time talking about the fact that Trump and the Republicans haven't passed anything since that tax bill. I mean, they passed smaller nope. things, but they have no big. There's no infrastructure bill. There's no immigration nope. bill. There's no healthcare bill. They have absolutely nothing. So coming up on an election year, it actually might be good to have him trying to talk about a healthcare plan that he doesn't fucking have, when the Democrats have all kinds of healthcare plans, right? And so I don't. And again, I don't know. I. They've even
4: frozen on repealing all the shit Obama did. Exactly. The only thing they were doing consistently was, oh, Obama wants to protect trans people. Let's take that out. Obama, uh, (laughs) Obama was trying to have peace talks. Take that shit out. Like everything he's done, they've tried to erase, and then now they've like either run out of shit or they just have gotten so uh, they know that these next few issues are so such fucking losers. They're just like, "Uh, okay, we'll we'll stall on that.
3: And and that's the thing I I think not, not a lot of people have, everybody. Rachel Maddow is very smart. I get that, but I think that this is where people who do nothing but watch that or watch follow people on Twitter with with this stuff, I almost want to tell you, stop, because it makes you. I've been down this road. I've been down this road with George W. Bush, and I know what it's like when you get and you surround yourself with. With left leaning media and left leaning people on social media, and you are so sh- certain that these corrupt motherfuckers are not going to win a re election. And let me tell you something that is not true. And so, me, I have no idea how the 2020 election is going to play out. I don't know if impeachment is better, an uh, impeachment trial is better for, for Trump or worse. I don't know if it's, if it's a good look for the Democrats. I don't know if the poll number, I know not don't, I don't to trust the poll numbers. Like people are talking about poll numbers right now. I'm like, um, guys, right. poll numbers show that, uh, <laughs> uh, that that Hillary Clinton was winning the entire time. Like it wasn't even fucked. Right. Like it was never fucking close. Like Hillary Clinton was destroying Trump, and she lost. So like none of this shit matters to me because I don't know what's gonna happen in November of 2020 and i'm very afraid that it is a toss up right now and so mm-hmm. i see so many people talking with such confidence like oh yeah impeachment we're going to get him out of here i'm like really are you and the only thing no. too you, you you brought it up too um if you don't get pent out you've kind of made it worse yeah what does it even matter
4: i, I like anyway like i said I, I am just i'm glad we're here so we can finally be like you got what you wanted guys this is what you said no. you wanted I was tired of reading it over and over. I was tired of y'all calling uh, Democrats coward, yeah. and shit. Like you got the thing. You now watch how you move the goalpost and still find a way to blame only Democrats and all this shit. But you got the thing now.
3: Let's so you get you happy. Yeah, yo, Democrats are going to be blamed if he doesn't get impeached. In, in if he gets impeached, but he's not removed from office, Democrats will be blamed. Yep. and so like you so put them, you put them in, in there, and just be like I'm not leaving.
4: Like yeah, they, I don't know why people have
2: just I have a question though. are we because my, my I realize this that Democrats don't necessarily they're not we are not the most tactical bunch, I guess. Um, are we just like isn't this the process of defending Donald Trump, supposed to create poison candidates for the next election? So like the people who are like, it doesn't matter if he was talking to the Ukraine, it doesn't matter if this so those it's like giving several Democrats in several races all the ammunition need to win the next election cycle. Because I, there are several people that will just have to stand up and say that it's fine that the president was fucking around. I You know what I mean? I Isn't think that the, I what think, we're doing?
3: I think that's the point. But my cynicism goes
2: the right. people that voted I for the you.
3: people. Yeah, yeah, the people that voted for them don't care. And so and that's where and that's where I come in. Like I believe that, that I don't know. And I think that's the thing that what throws me off is the people that are so certain that this will work. And I'm like, Donald Trump is president. <laughs> like that right there should be enough to tell you that anything is possible and anything can happen. So we can go with the best case scenario, which is yes, this leads to a blue wave that kind of wipes out, you know, uh, the Republicans in the Senate. That's great and all, but I, some of them the, also, you got to throw in, cause then you got to also throw in like, um, gentrification and voters and uh, uh, gentrification um uh oh, voter suppression and, and gerrymandering you know you gotta throw that in there and so i'm like does it doesn't even matter like there was that i don't know if you guys saw that one video of the one i can't remember if it was north carolina or south carolina where that one they were uh us. they were doing the read huh
4: it was north carolina it was us
3: yeah he was he was redistricting dude literally came over and tried to re recut the lines for his for his uh republican stuff like some of these district lines are fucking ridiculous like how is your district the superman symbol <laughs> how the fuck wow. is that a district it's like that doesn't make any fucking sense and so like i don't i just don't know i don't know and you're right there's this also this idea of what if he doesn't leave
1: <laughs> you yeah know?
4: I just everybody keeps acting like there's <laughs> rules and it's just not rules dog you got to like I'm not even sure if he loses the election, he's leaving. So let alone like right. the or something. Like he questions every fucking uh, tradition that has been held in the office, dog. And this is exactly what his voters wanted him to do. Um, this is what they voted for him for. And mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I'm I'm not gonna sit up here and um, you know, like I'm not gonna act like this is the magic bullet that's gonna in his candidacy is or uh, his presidency is uh. Impeachment. I hope these motherfuckers right,
3: but I ain't planning on it. Right, this is one of those no. ones where I, I i hope I'm wrong. I, I would love to. This is one of those ones. I'm like, I want to be, yeah. be wrong. I want to be wrong on the, this.
2: Yeah, you get the feeling that there's a lot of work being done, so that work can stop, which is not the point. A lot more work needs to happen, and this should be inspiring a lot of work. But you can clearly see that it's not, and a lot of people are talking like this yeah. is it.
3: And well, the other thing too, I don't like about impeachment. It goes with what you were just saying there, Aaron. Is that I don't think people understand how much damage Trump has already done. Right. And how
2: much. He's already, right. He's already baked into the floorboards, really. The, uh, he
3: the courts. The courts are now almost entirely conservative. And we're not talking about just Supreme Court. Lower courts as well. It's going to take forever mm-hmm. to undo that shit. The the regular. Is, is this,
4: each- this is just the article. This is like the start.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Like this is the investigate. Like we're going to investigate if we should start to have an impeachment situation, oh. like oh. people, people are like on the timeline posting gifts of dances and shit. I was like,
3: what, what do y'all think is happening right now? Also, 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 it's for a very specific thing where you know they try to get, he try to get dirt on 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 the Biden family from Ukraine. This is not dealing with all the other stuff that basically everybody was basically like, mm, we're fine with. So the kids in cages, the the making money off of the presidency, like all that stuff, nope. No movement on. So, like, I, I just want people to temper your expectations. That's all I'm saying. And and you got to vote. You got to not just vote for presidency. You got to vote down the ballot. You got to vote people out of office. They're in, uh, in congressional offices and Senate office. Like, all that stuff fucking matters, man. I, I just want people... This is not a, this, this is not an easy, this is not a one, uh, 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 one thing, and this solves the fucking issue. Like, I'm sorry, it's just, they control, they control most of the government. They got the Senate, they got the legislature, they got the judicial branch, and they got the executive branch. If you think these motherfuckers who have been protecting him this long, and you gotta think about it, Trump probably got all dirt on all of them, too. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I just. And they got the, Did you say judicial as well? Because they got yep. the Supreme Court. Yeah,
4: yeah, they got the Supreme this, Court. This, this mm-hmm. impeachment shit goes to a Supreme Court decision. He's staying. Right.
3: Right.
2: I assume, like I said, I assume we're making a. We're having. We're developing ammunition for the election. We're not actually trying to get him out of office because he's too. He's set up in such a way that it's not going to do anything. Yep. If we remove him from office, but we know that, right? Like we all know, like you guys listening, like we all know this. Ask your friends; you all know this, right? No,
3: right? They, I, they, and I say they don't, and that, and I think that's what scares me. It's like I, that's I don't what think I worry about. about. That's why I worry. I don't. I worry that people don't actually. I keep saying that we're going to remove him out of office. I'm like, mm, still got to go to the Senate, and they've yeah, also. I, I, when,
4: I think when me and Chris are talking, this it's been a long time ago. We, we were talking about this on Twitter. That was a day that I just like put the question on to Twitter, like, "What do y'all think is gonna like? Why do you want impeachment, and what do you think the results are gonna be?"
1: Mm-hmm. And
4: right. there was a lot of like, "Well, then the American people just need to know, and this will like show them proof oh that he's corrupt." Oh I said, uh... "No."
1: Nope.
4: <laughs> so, are you saying you don't think he's corrupt I... now, and you need some more evidence? Are you saying that
3: so, I, I just people I'm... don't believe it? What are you saying exactly? Because I... who's looking at this and going? I... I don't know. Need a little more evidence. I, I got a little bit of that too. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. A lot of the people that I got that from were white people too. And I was just like, "Oh, you, oh baby, come on, you." There's
2: a whole ass report. Yeah, no a white like, man put together a whole ass report for 18 months and handed it to us, and then went
3: <laughs> and had to explain it to us. <laughs> he was furious that he had to explain the shit that he just wrote down. <laughs> you know, like I had somebody to say, "Well, you no, know, it was out there, just like the Kavanaugh thing." I was like, Kavanaugh got confirmed. But everybody knew I'm like, yeah, that didn't do anything like I had to. like, and, and I think that I need people to understand that there's a lot of more work in here than right. just putting in the hands of, you know, Congress. Like you also got to understand that the media is also terrible and complicit in a lot of this. Like I've seen a lot more a lot them being a lot better at pushing back this week. But they do a lot of both isms a lot, both sizes mm-hmm. and they're going to try to both sizes this. And that's never good. So, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I,
1: have
2: a, I have the wildest, and this is the most problematic, it's probably deeply problematic thing that I realized about white folks, white liberals, and just white folks across America. You ever see in zombie movies the zombies never eat each other? They always know who's a zombie. They <laughs> never eat each other. No matter what happens, they would rather starve and die than eat each other. And White folks in America are like that. So you get a lot of liberals Mm -hmm. who are like who stop just short of pulling the trigger on other white folks in this weird way politically where they're just like, well, you know, you know, it's good to know. And it's like, you know, (laughs) you've been living in this country for as long as we all have. Right now, nobody cares about how corrupt the next person is in our government. Nobody cares. So then why would you think that? And you just stop short in this weirdly inorganic way that makes you look ridiculous in a public argument over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's like that. It's like, it's like you guys. I don't, it's like it's, the bond, the whiteness bond must be so tight.
1: last. So strong.
2: Uh, why? First,
4: first of all, that is brilliant. That analogy. Mm-hmm. Second of all, you know what it made me think of? Because they the ones at the blackface party.
1: Mm-hmm. Somebody, <laughs> like
4: you know what i'm saying like not everybody in blackface at the blackface party but it's some black people in blackface at the blackface party and white people be at them parties like nothing to see here like uh, i'll take a picture in 30 oh, years dave, from now i'll put dave, it on the internet dave,
3: dave is crazy dave is out there i i wouldn't have done that but oh man i'm not gonna tell anybody but dave is Davey, crazy right that's them as zombies not eating each other because
2: mm-hmm. the, there wow. is an implicit understanding that all white people will be fine among every single white person in this well, country, and they act like it. And you see where they pull up short because they know they will be fine.
3: And, and that's why I get that's why and, and that's why I get so frustrated. Like every time somebody tells me, "So the American people need to be informed," and and they'll be like, "It's the duty of the of of the House Democrats to inform the American people." I'm like, "No, it's not." It's like you guys are grown ass adults. They are not your fucking teacher. It is your job as an inform- to be an informed citizen. It is your job to do that. You have a role. I feel like white people think that, and it's not really black because black people we have like any any black people, bra- any person of color, any minority uh, who's a person of color feels this way because we feel like we have to be informed in some kind of way because like. It- we got to be. It's like life or death for us. But why people feel like they can just exist without having to know this stuff? And then they're like, well, <laughs> Nancy Pelosi didn't, and the Democrats didn't tell us. I'm like, motherfucker was putting kids in kitchen cages. What the fuck did you need to know? He's racist as shit. Like they, like he spent all his, like all this stuff is happening. to the well, they didn't do a good enough job of laying out the message for us. Like, what do you need to see to know this motherfucker's corrupt? And they need it. They need that. They need, they need that their hands held on all that shit. And then I go back to them and like, cause I had all these people coming to and tell, tell me that and I'm like, all right, cool. So we have an impeachment trial. How does that inform these people that you say are not informed? They're like, well, they'll watch the trial. I'm like, no, they're not. They're going to be at work. Right. They're not going to sit there and spend all day watching a the trial. They're going to get snippets of the trial when they come home and watch maybe 15, 20 minutes of it and snippets from the media, which we already know is horrible and is not going to give the full fucking picture. So right. how are they? How is that going to inform them anymore? than what we already have. The information that's going to be in a trial is already being told to you now. So what's the difference between now and then? And they can never answer that question. And I think it goes back to what you were saying, Aaron, which is like, I think also there's a piece of, they don't want to be informed. There's a bunch of people here that don't feel like they need to be informed about what's going on. And, or they are informed, and they don't feel like, they need, because there's so many other people going like, well, you don't understand. Like, I have family that supports them. like, so what are you doing to inform them? Right, what are you doing to educate them? What are you doing to prove them wrong? Oh, I can't do it. So if you can't a, do it as as a person of their family, if you can't inform them and you can't get them to change their mind, what makes you think that Nancy fucking Pelosi, who they already believe is some kind of traitor to the government and some socialist like communist, what makes you think she's gonna be the one that fucking c- convinces them? like what kind of sense does that fucking make? Does't make any fucking sense like you're you're their blood and they don't believe you. But they're going to believe some person. Oh, come on now. Come on. So, yeah, it's y'all won. Y'all got it. We'll see what happens. You know,
4: hey. I'll tell you who can help, guys. Um, and this is who I'm putting my faith in, guys, to educate the American populace and uh, help us get out here and change things in the government. And that's Sean King. OK, Um <laughs> You guys, I, I give him my money to him. Uh, I don't know if you guys know he's updated how to give him money lately, and uh, I know a lot of you guys still do give him money. So just, I just need you guys to change the information. His new uh, payment information is PayPal.me/rodtbgwt, um, and we're gonna get out here. We're gonna flip the Senate, guys. So we're gonna we're gonna flip the Senate. We're gonna climb some mountains. Uh, PayPal.me. <laughs> TBGWT. let's let's get out here and let's not just complain on podcast guys let's get out here and really change this thing i know there's a lot of angst all right so let's get I, some solutions I,
3: I, going i apologize i apologize i apologize i just want to get that apology mm-hmm. in there cuz so i don't get sued by uh, his not not legal uh, team legal I, team
4: how you don't need to apologize i'm no i'm supporting
3: ah, Sean okay, King. i'm okay.
4: saying let's give him some money okay. paypalme slash that, that's another that's,
3: that's another one of those things that just happened i was just like Huh. Huh. So we're still doing this, huh? All right. Well, okay. Okay. Like, again.
4: Last, last two weeks been a lot, bro. No, it's been a lot. It's been a, it's <laughs> been a lot. It's been, a, it's, it's, it's been so much
3: stuff. All right. Last two stories before we get out of here. Uh, first one, let's get this uh, beautiful music in there. We got great moments of white privilege. Uh, choir director. Yes, she is. Accused of raping student and Says says what she allegedly did shouldn't be illegal. Haley Reed was charged with multiple counts of third-degree rape, third-degree sodomy, and first-degree unlawful tran- transaction unlawful transaction with a minor. Uh, if that's sex or just that's just rape. Um, a Kentucky high school teacher accused of raping a 17-year-old student has argued that the alleged victim was old enough to consent to a sexual relationship. Haley Reed, 38, was a choir director at the uh, Oldham uh, County High School in June 2018. She was arrested after authority alleged she made it to having sex with a teen student eight times between April 1st and June 1st, according to WLKY. All the alleged incidents occurred on school property. Reed, who was married at the time of all the alleged incidents, had taught at the school district since 2008. People confirmed Reed was charged with multiple accounts of third-degree rape, third-degree sodomy, and first-degree unlawful transaction with a minor. Um, but in new court fi- uh, filings at first obtained by WLKY-TV, attorney for Reed argued that the unnamed student was old enough to consent to sexual relationship. Her attorney argued that Reed's rights were violated under Kentucky's constitution.
4: So she's pulling the "I'll put the system on trial" on rape.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. Only a white woman could do that shit. Okay,
4: okay. yeah. Uh, Rich- uh, man, having sex with underage students of yours is illegal. It shouldn't be. Has anyone considered that? <laughs> mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Greg, Sim, Greg Sims, uh, Reed's attorney, said that the t- teenager between the teenager between the ages of sixteen to eighteen can consent to having sexual contact under a specific Kentucky statute. But a different Kentucky statute, the one in which Reed was charged, says rape is in the third degree for a person in authority uh, position of authority or a special trust has sex with somebody under eighteen. The defense argued that the two Kentucky statutes uh, conflict each other and that the seventeen-year-old student should have been able to consent to having sex with Reed. Like, how? As a lawyer, like, how grimy do you have to be to have this be your argument to... I mean, I get that you have to defend your client, but basically being like, well, he's 18, he's 17, but, like, he can consent to sex with a 38-year-old teacher a position of authority.
4: Yeah, I just... Man, being a defense lawyer, I, I just don't know how you can... I know in my mind i get the theory behind it because i'm always thinking i'm like what about the people that deserve a defense that you know didn't even do something or it wasn't that bad but then every once in a while you see a case like this and you're just like so you're going with the it's not rape, rape defense i don't know how you catch that check I mean, and how,
2: how do you make it right though what else do you say when you're getting paid to make something objectively wrong right, right? I,
4: Exactly, Like that's part of the job too that I, you know, I don't like, it's not convenient to think about, mm-hmm. but that is part of the job. Not everyone walking in your office is innocent or like being persecuted in a way where it's like, this is too much. Sometimes it's just mm-hmm. a white person who's just like, I don't think I should have to go to jail for this. I I just think I should be okay.
3: <laughs> I, I I just, I, I'm not going to lie. Just like just one day a year. I feel like every black person should get white proletariat for a day. Just a day, just so we can mm. see what that feels like, because good God, like just, just the thought, it wouldn't even cross my mind. To,
4: to have I would this. like to go like, can it, be, hold on. Can, it,
2: can it be two days? Because I don't know what I would do that first day. <laughs> <Right>? It's like <laughs> if you just gave me $47 million, table. I wouldn't know what to do with it for like at least 20 hours. <laughs> so I'd have like a smooth four hours. and would be like, all right, cool. All right, we got Hundred million dollars and everyone looks up and it's already like nine PM.
3: Right, right. You're you you gonna spend the first like day and a half. you're spend the first half a day just going like, No, seriously I can get away with it? Right. <laughs> right. I'm, just,
2: I'm gonna just start arguing I'm gonna just walk up to a cop and stare at him and I'll be like just staring at him, just looking at him, go by. Just hey, hey, at him. hey, hey
3: no. buddy, hey buddy, you're a
4: pig.
2: Oh Yeah, shit, you're he's... a
4: fascist. <laughs> that wow. that's actually day two stuff. Right. Like I'm <laughs> first day is just me sitting in the house, like just just like like staring at, at myself in the mirror like this is this can't possibly work. <laughs> right. I'm
2: a, I'm gonna like apply for jobs and stuff. Like I'm mm-hmm. gonna just be sitting there and display just applying mm-hmm. for stuff mm-hmm. with my with my two days non experience yeah, applying yeah, for yeah. shit that I didn't get a degree in. Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah. That be, like that'll be the results of the blackface purge is the other side of the purge is black people get white privilege for one day. <laughs>
3: Mhm. like so they, they call they, you, get, you get you get that call. So you got a time right so you get the call back on one of the days you have the white privilege. So like so uh, yeah. I'm looking over your resume and it seems like you have zero experience and that you spent the last 2 years on your mother's couch. Is that correct?
4: Like yes.
3: Well, you know um, what
4: Jamarius? Jamarius, you got yourself a goddamn job. Right. Come on in Monday. Yeah, we'll see you Monday. It's like you start
3: today.
2: I'll work at Subway but for three Thirty-seven dollars an hour. Right. You're hired, right?
4: Oh, yeah. You drive a hard she, bargain, oh, i uh, tell you right uh, now, buddy. You drive a hard bargain, and, but goddamn
3: I respect and, it. And, See you Monday. And, 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 oh, oh, but I, <laughs> actually, 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 uh, I already have a vacation plan, so I'm actually, I'm actually <laughs> not gonna <laughs> come in for the first Understood? month. Uh, but but I do want I, I do want those 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 days paid.
4: Absolutely understood. That's that's how we do it here Subway.
3: We love our vacation here too, so, um <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't happen any other way. <laughs> That'd be so good. Um, all right, so the last story I have here is a uh, I am the manager moment. Um, I found this hilarious. Uh, Temeric uh, Commissioner confronts the BSO deputy during a war ceremony. So I don't know if you guys heard about this. This is a county commissioner who confronted the Broward County, uh, the Broward Sheriff's County uh, deputy who uh, falsely, accu- uh, falsely arrested him four years earlier, uh, in the middle of dudes, like right after dude got an award for deputy of the year. <laughs> it, it, it was a black the, black, the black guy confronted the white, the white officer. So I'm, I'm gonna play this.
6: Clock, a deputy getting a special salute from uh, South Florida city, but the ceremony took a turn when a commissioner made a controversial claim. Senator Nicole Ensalada is live in Tamarack with the story, Nicole. Well, Belkis, you know, the room went silent after this ceremony when this commissioner decided to pull up one of those deputies to the front of the room and bring up something that happened four years ago. The, the deputy fighting. of the month ceremony yeah, in Tamarack Wednesday see seemed fairly routine.
2: This guy's driving down McNab Road with a murder warrant from another country. And Deputy Gallardo was able to figure out who he is, identify him and arrest him for that. April 2019, Deputy of the Month. Thank you.
6: Other deputies honored, pictures taken. But then City Commissioner Mike Gillen took the microphone.
2: Uh, Joshua Gallardo, it's my, it's my line. can you come down for a second? It's good to see you again. You probably don't remember me, but you're the police officer who falsely arrested me four years ago. You lied on the police report. I believe you're a rogue police officer, you're a bla- bad police officer, and you don't deserve to be here.
6: For a moment, silence. Commissioner Gellin leaves.
2: Did not know that this was coming.
6: Tamarack Mayor Michelle Gomez thanked the deputies on their way out, but she says she was appalled.
2: Um, Did not think it was appropriate. It was the personal comment.
3: Take a guess what she looks like. (laughs) Of something that happened in his personal life being aired in the wrong form,
2: wrong place, wrong time.
6: Gellin's comments referred to his 2015 arrest for resisting without violence. According to the arrest report, a fight between two men in front of the Salvation Army left one man bleeding. Gellin, a witness, began recording the BSO response. Deputy Joshua Gallardo says he asked Gellin to move back, that this was a crime scene. He advised he was recording the incident and that he did not have to move. Deputy Gallardo went on to write, I advised him he could continue to record, but that he would have to move back behind the bushes to the east side to provide space for when rescue comes. He failed to comply with my commands to move from the area. Once he put Gellin under arrest, he wrote, while attempting to handcuff the subject, he pulled his hands away from me and put his phone in his pocket. Ultimately, though, the state attorney's office declined to charge him.
2: I have no idea what happened. Whatever happened four years ago, happened four years ago. It's a personal matter
5: that cannot be the representation that the citizens of Tamarack expected from this commissioner and it cannot be a behavior that is tolerated by the city commission to be deemed acceptable.
6: Commissioner Gellin would not speak on camera but told us I have no comment other than to say I had a frank conversation with Sheriff Tony and we will move forward from this issue in a positive and constructive manner. I know that I did not do anything wrong that day yet I was arrested. When I shared the video with the state attorney's office to prove that I did nothing wrong, they declined to file charges against me.
3: <laughs> this is great.
6: <laughs> he made
3: all them white people so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm.
4: Man, it reminds me of our sheriff here in uh, Charlotte. Um, it's a sassy black dude and that nigga gives me life. Like I know we are supposed to be hating our police and shit, but this white this black dude loves pissing white people off. <laughs> um, you know, Charlotte's a very liberal city, it's like fifty or forty percent black. Well, you know, whatever, like where we have much more black people than most cities, so I know there's a level of quote unquote black privilege here. Um, so we got a black <laughs> chief that uh put up a uh, a speed trap in the white part of town. I remember you
3: telling me about this? And- yes.
4: They were so rich that they called. They demanded to have a, co- a community meeting, and they summoned him. So he he went up there, and uh, it's it, it's on the internet somewhere. But like yeah. he basically read them for Bill but he did it in the nicest way possible. Where he was just like, guys, uh, my job as sheriff is to protect you. <laughs> I remember this. this I'm great gonna my job to the best of my ability while I'm here, and. There's nothing you can do to stop it. I will continue to keep you safe. Uh, and then he ended it with like, and he said, and "I feel like y'all thought you summoned me out here like I'm supposed to be scared or intimidated." But once again, this is my job. I'm just keeping you safe. I'm doing the best job I can do. I, I put up speed traps, uh, not speed traps, but you know, I put up stop speed checkpoints all over Charlotte. No one's ever called me out to have to talk about it. I feel Mm -hmm. like if I put this trap on another part of town, I wouldn't have gotten a call to come up here. Mm. So, what is it about this area that y'all feel like y'all don't need to be checked for your speed? And then the other thing he did was uh, ICE wants local police to like uh, arrest people or if they arrest someone for, for a crime... And they don't have like they're like don't have a uh papers to prove they're in the country legally or something they want them to detain them until ICE can come get them and he's like, no, And <laughs> like one, we're not doing any of your raids. so fuck that. two, we're not holding anybody longer than what we will hold any other citizen um legally. so like if they make bail, they're free to go. If they don't make bail but it's been twenty four hours or whatever, they're free to go. Um, and like ice is like pissed at him. And then he told him, um, uh, cause you know, they want him to do these like surprise drop in, like stop at a business and like pick people up. He's like, if you don't have a warrant, don't come in Charlotte doing that shit. He's like, get a warrant signed by a judge. If you want to do some shit like that. So like, that's, that's what that did reminded me of Just like, I have a position of power and y'all fucked up. Cause I ain't doing all this
3: versus shit for y'all. <laughs> It's great. When, it is great when you see white, people, uh, black people get in that position, and then they don't abuse the power like like white people do, and then they use it against them. Oh, I'm just applying the rules that you guys said that we should apply to everybody. It's
4: dog. It's like <laughs> I I understand my people on the outside to agitate. I respect that. No 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 diss to that. But it's also why I do believe in voting, and I do think that there's power in holding these positions. Mm. Like. Mm -hmm. Unless you're gonna get, unless you're gonna overturn the government tomorrow, until then, I would like to have. If I if we gotta have a prosecutor in our county, I want a prosecutor that at least understands the plight of the people being prosecuted. I would like a, you know, if I'm gonna have a police chief, I want a police chief that goes, why the fuck are we pulling over black people? Why, like, what I don't understand. You see what I'm saying? Like, I need that to tide us over. And if the revolution comes tomorrow and there is no government, cool. But uh, today, I would much rather be, uh, if I have a criminal matter, I'd much rather our sheriff be handling it than the one that white people would like handling the shit.
3: And and, and like the commissioner that that came out here, he was like, yo, I was falsely arrested by this officer that y'all just gave an award to. So I'm going to sit here and I'm going to bring up the fact that he's falsely arrested me at his award ceremony. And all the white people is Man, like when mm. the mayor's like that was his personal that's his, from your personal life what you don't right. find it you guys didn't press mm. charges on him didn't didn't he was falsely arrested he wasn't one all he was doing like even when you see the complaint from the uh the the writer from the uh from the officer he was like well i asked him to move behind the bushes so he couldn't videotape what was happening <laughs> like <laughs> what i <laughs> what? <laughs> i asked him to move behind the bushes what that No, no. And then when the video came out, y'all didn't press charges on him and didn't have him arrested. So yeah, he was falsely imprisoned. He was falsely arrested. Y'all just gave him an award. So
2: yeah, that, I'm gonna in the in the Sam Wilson Captain America movie when they recast him as an actor with a jaw. I want I will continue to protect and serve all of you to be the line at the end of the movie when they're jamming him up for being too black. The rest yeah, of the movie, mm-hmm,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: I want that line mm-hmm. in the movie. itself. I will continue to protect and serve all of you. Uh, also, all of you.
3: Also, I fucking hate you for reminding me that. Anthony will Anthony Mackie don't have We got to recast him we he can't, can't do he this. You don't, don't have can't a job. Do this. He no got to get a beard.
2: Anthony Black we can't do this. That's
3: why he that's why he grew he a beard. I think that's why he grew really
2: a beard. He needs he a prosthetic we can't do this.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to front guys uh once they have some people saying racist shit to to Sam I'm I'm gonna be on this side. Just, oh uh, oh yeah, just yeah 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 we all got out there now before I don't even fuck with Anthony Mackie like that, uh, but I I know my weaknesses and but, if Marvel but- does it right, um, somebody gonna say some racist shit to him about him not being their Captain America and <laughs>
1: like,
4: like, like most black people, I that's all it takes. I, I wish I was a stronger person, but I'm not, guys. I'm, that's right. Hey, listen,
2: hey. That's gonna happen, and we're all gonna look at the camera like that Justin Timberlake meme, and then we're all gonna go into action, spring into action, defending Anthony yeah. Mackie for the next
3: five years.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the worst. Yeah, yeah it's the yeah, worst. Yeah, yeah, he'll yeah. be doing interviews, being like, "And I think black people should cut off their dreads." I'm be like, <laughs>
1: hmm. <laughs>
3: to, to be to be to uh, be, on, be to, on, Sam. To, to be come fair, on, since, since since he's been told that he's gonna be Captain America, he hasn't done those interviews. He's actually been very very calm. I'm like.
1: Yes, yeah, for maybe,
3: now. i just, I'll yeah, just maybe, like to reserve
4: maybe, the asterisk oh, yeah, that
3: yeah. he'll go. You know, they always do. They
4: like these type of niggas will disappoint us, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just it's just a thing. It's it's part of be. It's the duality it's, of being black in America. That's hey hey hey. Don't you call him a nigger? <laughs> okay, don't you call him a racial slur? I saw what y'all said about him, and then uh, the second that he says some stupid shit, I'm like, you fucking nigger. You what, what, right.
3: Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're allowed to say that about Anthony Mackie. Y'all right. motherfuckers say <laughs> we right. we're allowed to disown this nigga, but he's still our nigga to disown. We're, we're, we're
4: gonna be in the comments like yeah oh coon in america and then a white right. person's like yeah coon in america hey you shut the fuck up <laughs> right right right, right,
3: right. <laughs> you don't get this you don't get right. to say that you don't get don't to say that about, about you. you don't get to say that about my captain america but you just call right. him a coon that's nigga my captain america, right. son of a bitch right that's how <laughs> it's like but it, it's it's funny that that's how we do things right that's how we do things we we we, we will dog out our own and when because this is how we talk about each other. and then somebody else comes in and be like yeah man that motherfucker I was like who who the fuck do you think you're talking to
4: uh, I will listen mean? to, like, any black person that's like, I, and I don't really, you know, pro- Kamala Harris's prosecutorial record, that I like, have some issues with it, blah, 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 I'm like, yeah, I feel you, dog. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah. As soon as a white person <laughs> says, cop, cop, as soon as, totally soon as-, soon as a, white person said, a white yeah. person comes along, like, and I don't like her, first of all, because I'm like, hey, you can shut the fuck
1: up. Yeah, so okay,
3: soon, I know mean, The <laughs> the soon as I start seeing them white dude bros being like, uh, Kamala, Kamala's a cop, I'm like, motherfucker, if you don't shut the fuck right. up. Don't get don't like, get yourself up. in his avatar.
4: Up. He has a blue Lives Matter avatar. Right. Don't, like, don't you What are you talking
3: about? Don't you don't you fucking dare. You don't get to say that about her. But I'm just No, you don't. You got to sit the You got to sit this one out, dog. You got to sit this one out. All right, that's it. We went way over time today. Talking about important <laughs> stories. Uh but we had to do it cuz I'm not going to be back for another 2 weeks. So, um Aaron, can you tell folks where they can find you at?
2: Uh, you can find me at uh, A.N.S. Freeman on Twitter. Uh, you can also check out the uh, podcast Twitter at uh, UN Fridays, like United Nations Fridays, but not in time, not at all. And um, if you want to check everything out, um, uh, the, the entire Unreasonable Fridays podcast network, that is uh, unfpodcast.com, UNF dot. There
3: you go. And Rob, what you got? When you and Karen got coming up.
4: Oh, man, just uh, Listen. Uh, you know the show the black guy who tells podcast you can uh, check us out uh, everywhere you find podcasts but that's not really what I'm here to promote today I most importantly think a lot of stuff we talked about is important and I think it needs funding and I think you guys should help me support Sean King okay that's who's getting money out here and I need you guys to help me help you guys by helping him and he has a new if he has new financial information to donate to him paypal.me slash rod TBGW. i mean rod tbgwt okay i have no affiliation with the link myself and i don't get any money from it but i think to help him we should we should all contribute as much as we can as often as we can to that link so uh, hit uh, me up on Twitter if you guys need help getting the money
3: to. It's to a good call. It's a good call. Set up a recurring donation. Uh, because uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe the nigga needs some shoes from for Clown Mountains or clean water. Yeah, or I don't need know. To get
4: I Get free, and I don't have any Yeezys. Oh, that's
2: he I mean, emailed about out. his birthday twice in one year, yo. Yo, I <laughs> I don't know if you get the email. My girlfriend, she gets the emails. He emailed about his birthday twice in one year. <laughs>
3: It was like my yeah. birthday's happening and it's hey, like, yeah, he, he, I, I, I wasn't even... If you have two
4: birthdays, if you know, <laughs> donate to, look, bro, like, so, that man is 84 years old. I don't know if y'all know this. <laughs> <laughs> that man grows two at two times, he ages at two times the rate of all human beings. And it's time for us to get this man the money he needs, paypal.me slash ROD. TBGWT.
3: So, so uh, we, we talked about ROD stands
4: for because a lot of y'all are probably gonna go Rod TBGWT. Y'all, Rod the Black tips. No, ROD TBGWT stands for uh resist, organize, directive, t- uh, uh, triumph, um, bilateral, <laughs> global. World uh, uh, Triumph Again so because we, we want to Triumph twice so go ahead And uh, let's go ahead and get that money in guys
3: I have Fast to say pop. I have to say that the notes app um, mm-hmm. The If uh, if you were Really offended those two things are bad things To do for your for your apologies the third the Third sign the third sign and we you just, you just Absolutely cannot do is uh, Have your significant other top on your Twitter and tweet for you um, that's never, it's never a good look. Just never, it's never a good look. Especially when they didn't go and admit to everything that people have a problem mm. with you for doing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That
0: like
1: was the ancient. one move. I'm
3: going to be real. That was the one move I respected,
4: dog. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the real, that was the, like, that's the blackest shit I've ever seen. Cause that's <laughs> like some, a Karen, like she come in the house and take my phone. Like, like, <laughs> that's, give me your
3: phone. <laughs> what are you it, it 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 reminded me of like uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy when Rock is like that is true that is also true <laughs> she's like yeah, yeah he is, yeah he yeah he takes he takes on projects that he can never he knows he can never finish it yeah he's bad at managing money. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's actually kind of a terrible husband and and leaves us alone to do all these other projects that never get finished. Yeah, he does all that stuff, but he did not, absolutely did not steal money from that one time that one thing right. he did do. I'm just like, yeah, hey, you are not helping the cause. Like, if that's, if that's listen, man,
4: <laughs> I respect taking. Look, you fight for the you fight the fight you have. Okay, okay, <laughs> like, you gotta. It's like when you, you the Panthers don't have Cam Newton today. Look, you play with the players you got and. Uh, he took over that account and she played the car she had, fam. Like I that was some real shit. I can't believe she did that. That was amazing.
3: Hey, listen, I want somebody to ride for me like that, yo. Just like just don't just don't also throw me on the bus while you're doing it.
4: <laughs> just, I don't think like I don't low key, I think Karen would
3: just take my phone. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Karen would probably just take your phone and just I matter f- like, ma- 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 actually matter of fact, matter of fact, knowing how this worked, it would be reverse. You would have to go and take Karen's phone and yes. tweet for her and yes. cook. You know what? Karen? I do that for my
4: wife. <laughs> right. I take them flames. You gotta take them. You gotta take the yeah. plates. Plate I take Karen. them bullets for her, man. Like I ain't gonna front. If <laughs> right. I was if some reason niggas start going in on Karen and yeah. it was affecting her mental health, I would log oh, on to fucking Twitter and read y'all for filth, y'all. Like y'all mad at somebody? y'all gonna be mad at me now. Right,
3: like, right, right. I'm take, I won't taking be talking
4: that. about her this weekend because right. you are gonna be talking about my ass.
3: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, we gotta get out of here. Um, again, thank you guys very much for listening to Tandy Check. Um, also, if you guys can, a lot of you guys have been doing this already. Uh, Go into iTunes. If you listen to us on Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast, Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast, not the MTR Network feed, the Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast feed, put that into iTunes, leave us a five-star review. I think we're already here close to 140 reviews here. We're trying to get to 200 uh, so we can resubmit to Rotten Tomatoes. So please do that for us. Uh, Again, Aaron, Rod, thank you guys very much for joining me. And until next time, we're out of here. Peace.